King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Robin, get the cork school. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. One of sports radios, legendary figures. other kids well nobody's complaining about the weather being bad this weekend here at least in this part of the country obviously in ohio where they had tornadoes last night and all over oklahoma and parts of the midwest those people are suffering with a lot of rain and uh, we have our thoughts out because there's a lot of people without power but here in this area and other parts of the country you know it's all about the weather and going out and having the long weekend and we want to thank everybody who tuned in yesterday to our very special Memorial Day show, which we went live, and we had so much great response from the people out there. Not that we did anything heroic by doing a three-hour radio show, <clears throat> but it was great for everybody, especially on, on, our, on our message board, our stream chat. Uh, all over Twitter, people were posting pictures of their grandparents, their dads, their amazing. family members who uh, served in our United States Armed Forces, who lost parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, uncles, aunts, in service to our country. So we thank all of you for sharing that. And then I got a message this morning. It wasn't directly to me, but it was on Twitter from Glenn Hurricane Schwartz, a local meteorologist here at the NBC station in Philadelphia, who passed along the word that his, his father passed away yesterday on Memorial Day at age 95, another wow. World War II veteran from the greatest generation, who got to see so many things. So as we look at people, like my mom's 95, she didn't serve in the military, but my dad did. Well, she kind of did because she was making uniforms, even though, I mean, she exactly. wasn't, yeah. yeah. she was an active duty military. Right. But my dad was, and as I pointed, I posted the tombstone to honor my dad on Memorial Day. Not that that makes me special or better than anybody else, you know, but he died at age 39, a month before his 40th birthday. So we remember those people, especially people like my dad and all the other people who had family and members who served in the military, which was what Memorial Day was all about. A lot of other people went down the shore, went down to the beaches and, and enjoyed uh, picnics and stuff, which is perfectly fine. I'm not saying everybody had to shut down their holiday weekend plans. But as I mentioned many times, Memorial Day is not just another go buy a mattress, sale or a car weekend. It's about remembering those. It's to me the most solemn and sacred holiday weekend of the year, without any doubt. You know, we have all these other customs, Easter, 
you know, Easter is really not a religious ceremony anymore for most people. It's about Easter bunnies and eggs, just like every other holiday. Christmas is about Santa Claus. And I'm not deeply religious. So I'm not trying to preach anything to you. You do whatever you want. I'm just glad we got to do the show. I have to uh, read you a uh, an email that we received from um, our fantastic Twitch viewer, uh, D. Conrad, D.C. Conrad. The great David Conrad. Yes. He said, um, some TB history. I used to live in Baltimore my entire life until 2006 when I moved to Vegas and heard Tony Bruno and Willard on radio, which made my search for employment a sideshow by comparison. Soon after, started my own business. Um, great tribute today. My dad was a veteran and made it home and always made sure we knew what the day meant and en- and and rem- reminded us to enjoy our freedoms. And then he has a uh, photograph of his dad's um, Korean War memorial coin that he yes, received. Yes, absolutely. So very cool. Because we talked about it. I mean, Memorial Day was started to honor all the dead going back to the Civil War days. <clears throat> and so thousands, hundreds of thousands of people lost their lives fighting for this country over the last century, more than a century, obviously. So that's what we did yesterday, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. We had some fun, too. We've got a big show today, too, on this Tuesday. First thing I want to I ask, because I always look at the trending stuff on Twitter. The first thing I see today is National Hamburger Day. And I'm thinking, is there a worse day to slap this hashtag up there than the day after Memorial Day yeah. weekend when billions and billions of hamburgers were grilled no, none of them are boiled. They're all grilled. The yeah. one thing about hamburgers, hot dogs you can grill, you can boil. Hamburgers, nobody's boiling hamburgers. You, you, you're, 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 you can pan fry them. Yeah, but you're still them, putting yeah. them on, on heat. Yeah. Putting a hot dog in water versus putting hot dogs on the grill, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's your hot dog, your choice. But burgers have to go on a grill of some sort, right? That's the only way you can cook. You can put it in a broiler. You can put it in an oven. But for the most part, they're on the grill. We grilled a couple of burgers yesterday. And we want to, speaking of which, we got we to wanna, thank Jack in the back. Jack in the back for coming through with a propane last minute since we didn't have time to go out and get some. And we didn't realize until very last minute, like the morning of, that we were out. And we also want to thank Trevor from the 203 who The made, great Trevor Harris who drove all the way yes. down here from Connecticut. New Canaan. Now, he was. Not old Canaan. He moved into the newer section. He was old the Canaan's only person done. that actually made it down here. There yes. were several other people who were en route and for one reason or another were not able to make it. One, a uh, couple people said that they got caught behind um, some major traffic jam. I don't know if it was on the Schuylkill or wherever, but they finally made the decision to turn back around because it didn't look like it was going to clear up. And then there, I, I believe his first name is Mark, said that he was planning on coming down with a friend of his. And at the very last minute, his mother put the kibosh on that and said... Is it kibosh? It's kibosh, right? Kibosh? It's not kibosh. Kibosh? Kibosh, I think, was married Kibosh. to Chris Bosch, or was one of his okay. uh, children. Kibosh. Kibosh, put the, Robbie. Put the Kibosh on that by saying, no, 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 you're spending time with family today. And, of course, in Washington, D.C., as I just posted, it is National Hamburger Day, as proclaimed by President Trump when he had all those kids from Clemson show up at the White House, and he had all those burgers put out. Remember, he had all the fast food? Yes. And he referred to it as National Hamburger Day. So we're going to celebrate that, too. For all of you folks out there, uh, and I actually posted a picture of the president um, um, shaking his head about the National Hamburger Day. But is it always May 28th? That's what I want to know, because I like to get to the bottom of things. And we got important stuff, and we'll have a big Phillies update. I'll get to you in a second. But I don't get it. 
Why do we need a National Hamburger Day any day, especially in the summer, especially uh, the day after Memorial Day? You can get a hamburger any day of the week. People live on hamburgers. People argue about what's the best hamburger chain, right? Yes. People, people have now vegan hamburgers. Not to be confused with Mark Hamburger, former major league pitcher who pitched one game and won it for the Minnesota Twins back in the 80s. Not to be confused with Chris Hamburger. His name's not really Hamburger, but Hall of Fame linebacker for the Washington Redskins for so many years. It's the only two people with the name of Hamburger, although Chris, Chris Hamburger is H-A-N. Or how about the Hamburglar? Yeah, but he's a he's, fictitious character. He's, he's a real he's people. He's not around anymore. No, he's not. Well, he is. How do you know they're not going to bring him back? Oh, that's true. I mean, He'd be he like John be, Snow. He could be, be gone, and then he comes back. back. <laughs> the Hamburglar. There used to be all those characters. Whippy. The, yeah. Whippy was the most famous Hamburger guy. He would always say, I gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yes. That won't fly. Although it could now because they've got the 99 mm -hmm. cent burgers, mm -hmm. you know, the dollar meals. Yeah. So I would buy, I would buy Wimpy a $1 drive through hamburger and even pay the 11 cent tax that's required here. And I think it's like 9% in Philadelphia, whatever it is. You, 99 cent meal isn't really 99 cents if you live in a high tax state like we do, which is a national outrage. Don't forget, forget about the soda. The soda will cost more than a hamburger now, just in soda tax alone, thanks to Mayor Kenny. But anyway, let's move on, because we have breaking news, Robin, to start the show. We'll get into the frivolity okay. and all the other time. Well, no, I had a comment from uh, Bearcat AJ, who said, Did we see the meteorologist from Dayton calling out all the viewers who bitched about the Bachelorette being interrupted due to a tornado coming through that region? No, but he should. Yeah. That's, that's what's wrong with this country. It's like, There's Dayton, uh, what's Ohio, more getting important? hit with a rare tornado... And idiotic females. And I'm blaming this on women. I, I don't know any men who would watch The Bachelor. Except uh, the guy on it. The Luigi. He doesn't watch The Bachelor. Yes, he no, does. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. If you're going to call an ABC station in the middle of a tornado in a city of any city, especially Dayton, Ohio, which doesn't get very many tornadoes, and you're going to call to complain that some idiotic jerk-off who's The Bachelor, who they posted pictures of today uh, in, in his ba bathing suit to show that he has abs. How shallow must you be? And I'm going to condemn all the women who not only watch The Bachelor, but who want to be on that show to be a basic sex toy for some douchebag guy, and they pretend that they all love him, and they bang him in hot tubs, and that, that, we're talking about the Me Too movement when The Bachelor is still one of the most popular shows on television. So don't come at me with your Me Too crap. Don't come at me with all your bullshit about women are empowered. If you go on The Bachelor, you ain't empowered to nothing but, but bullshit, ridiculous garbage. Yeah, I heard somebody make the argument that, well, it's their choice. It's their <laughs> choice for being on the show. So they're choosing. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. You're choosing to be subjugated like this publicly. I can see people being upset if they're watching a show and it's like some political ad comes on or somebody breaks in with a town hall, you know, from, from candidates running for president. But when there's a weather emergency, you're going to call a station to complain that they preempted The Bachelor? Yeah. You should be ashamed. That's the biggest shame. If I had the, the Game Get of Thrones, I need the, the right. Game of Thrones chicks walking down saying, <laughs> shame, shame, shame on you, all of you women, and even the guys. But it's primarily women who watch The Bachelors. Let's be honest, Robin. You know any, any straight man who watches The Bachelor? Yes. Or any man, period, who watches no, The Bachelor? No, I think that there are a lot of them out there, but they should be ashamed of themselves. 
If you want, if I want to go try to find 25 women to hook up with, I'll go on Tinder or Adult Friend Finder. I'm not going to go on a TV show and then be proud that I'm sitting in a hot tub swapping spit with some guy that I, or some woman I just met an hour ago and be on television doing that. Again, you can watch whatever you want. I'm just giving you my That really angered me when I heard that, Robin, when you told me that. So you made me angry right out of the gate today, and I don't want to be angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> this shirt will not look like it's one size too big on me by the end of the show if this continues. But you want to see anger? We have the breaking news that happened. Wait, this is it. Oh, that's here. This, this is for all you women and Oops. men and anybody who called in to the Shame. ABC station in Dayton, Shame. Ohio. Oh, whoops. Let me, let me. Shame. I have to redo it. Shame. 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 Shame on you, DYT. Not the people suffering. The people who are calling while people are suffering. Anyway, this is, this is no, because this is real world what we're talking about here. This is the kind of stuff that really angers me when we talk about people are just in, enraptured with nonsense in television shows, especially that kind of show. There's a lot of great stuff on TV, but The Bachelor, to me, is one of the most offensive, ridiculous, in this era especially. But anyway, let's get to the real business. Speaking of women and abusing women, Philadelphia Phillies center fielder Odubel Herrera. Yesterday, of course, the Phillies were off. Mm-hmm. They played over the weekend in Milwaukee, so they had the off day. They traveled back. Uh, pretty much every other team, the Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals, by the way, were the only two teams that did not play on Memorial Day because the game was scheduled on Tuesday. So the Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals were off. The rest of Major League Baseball played on Memorial Day Monday. And so apparently, not apparently, he did. Odubel Herrera, the 27-year-old center fielder who's been in and out of the lineup, has had a lot of issues this year, uh, hitting. People have been down on him as far as his performance on the field. And now he will not be on the field for the foreseeable future because he was arrested last night on a domestic violence charge involving his 20-year-old girlfriend where they were apparently in the Golden Nugget Casino in Atlantic City and the police were called in for reports of a domestic incident. And the police report says she had visible signs of injury to her arms and neck. And so police have the police report. She was injured. They're apparently arguing. And Odubel Herrera of the Phillies, 27-year-old center fielder, was arrested. He was later released. And now he is going to be subject to major, major issues. Remember, the Cubs just brought back Addison Russell, one of their players. Mm Mm-hmm who uh, sat out a 40-game suspension going back to last year for for domestic violence involving his girlfriend. So he came back because 40 days is the minimum you get, and that's what at the the least, Odubel Herrera will get a 40-game suspension. The Phillies have already announced, have issued a statement today uh, responding to this, and Odubel Herrera is going to undergo the Major League Baseball they have a very tough domestic abuse policy right now. We saw it already with Addison Russell, and I'm sure Odubel, unless they find out that he had nothing to do with this. Which is... And again, if he didn't, but uh, this doesn't sound real good for this guy. No. So anyway, Addison Russell was suspended for 40 games. The Phillies have said, we are aware of the situation of the report, and now we have put him on leave. They put him on pretty much on administrative leave which means he's not going to be allowed to be around the team or Mm -hmm. play until Mm -hmm. this is investigated further, which it should be by Major League Baseball. And so domestic violence, a lot of leagues, a lot of, of, not just sports teams, a lot of companies go through this. Mm -hmm. You have an employee, and you know me, 
to me, there's there's only two things that are that really tick me off, other than dumb women watching the The Bachelor. <laughs> it's people who raise a hand to a woman mm-hmm. or a child. Yeah, and that to me, those that's where the line. That's the line. You cross that line, and again, he's innocent until proven guilty. But according to the police reports, if you have photographs and the police arrive shortly after the domestic violence uh, claim is made and they find evidence of, of bruising on the hands and neck, I, I don't know how he's going to beat that. And if he does, I, I don't know if people will even believe it now because we have now become so enraged at the thought of this stuff happening in this mm-hmm. day and age. It's happened all the time. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not going to happen or stop because somebody gets arrested. It's a mindset. It's a mindset of guys deciding that they're the stronger sex and it's they're going to be the ones who control the mm-hmm. conversation. And sadly, sometimes, in most domestic situations, it gets ugly, whether it's yeah. not, not necessarily resorting in physical contact, but the threats of violence and the ugliness and throwing things. And it's things. not just men to women. No, women, exactly. I'm, I'm talking mean, about both it's, sides. It's both ways. But, but most of the time, fair. when you have a, 20, a 20-year-old woman is not a Major League Baseball right. player. <clears throat> All right, She's just a 20-year-old woman who happens to be his girlfriend. Yeah. So she's the one that needs to be protected if this is the case. And I don't want to even hear about, well, you know, he doesn't have a record, a history of this. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're making a lot of money as a Major League Baseball player, and now you get arrested in a casino in Atlantic City with your 20-year-old girlfriend who somebody called the cops and said something bad is happening here, and they find out and the police see the bruises on the arms mm-hmm. and neck I mean, area. Here's the thing that most people just don't even take into consideration when something like that is happening. Walk away. Freaking walk away. You're in a hotel, and even if, let's just, I'm, I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt, which makes no difference whatsoever, but let's just say she started it. She, like, hit him or whatever. You just leave. Leave the hotel room. Exactly, but if you're, if you're hit, if, if you've been struck or you've bruised, yeah, you run. maybe she ran out. We don't know no, what no, no, happened I'm in saying, the room. I'm just saying if, if he's trying to, if, if he were, like, a lot of guys say, well, you know, she was hitting me and I was defending myself, whatever. You're bigger, you're stronger, don't even go there. It's not right if a woman does it. Of course, Ron. But, of course, we're not. That's not, a guy that's not even open for debate. Just freaking leave. There are people who, there are women who are abused by, by boyfriends and spouses mm-hmm. constantly, and they're afraid to come forward. I know that because it yeah. doesn't result in violence all the time. It just gets really ugly, and somebody calls the cops in the neighborhood if it's happening in a home, and you hear people yelling. We had to call the cops a couple of years ago across yeah. the street. We had a guy and a woman screaming at each other, and I thought it was going to get violent. Mm-hmm. We called the police. Yep. I didn't go over there and try to break it up, but it was so loud that you could hear it from a distance. And when I hear that kind of arguing and that kind of threats of violence from both people involved, not just from the guy, but obviously it was his apartment, there was a woman over there, and things got ugly. When I hear that, that, that you want to talk about something that hits me right in the gut when I hear that kind of stuff? You know, I hear drunks arguing outside all the time, guys coming out of a bar, or even drunken women you know, saying stupid stuff at 2 o'clock in the morning because they're leaving a bar drunk and they didn't hook up. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they're loud and they're stupid. But they're not fighting and they're not doing anything to abuse one another. They're just loud-mouthed drunks at the end of a night. That's a daily, nightly occurrence all over the world when people leave the bars at closing time. I have some memories of that. But I was never really a loud drunk when I was younger and I would, you know, have one too many. I was always a quiet. I get quiet when I have too much to drink. And I don't drink too much, fortunately. Yesterday I had a couple beers, you know, we had a couple burgers, 
not knowing that today was National Hamburger Day. I know. Day. If so is that a sin if we did it yesterday? If we'd only known, we would have waited. We would have waited. Now we can throw a couple more on the grill today, <laughs> although it's raining today. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll see what happens with Adubal Herrera. Oh, man. And here's somebody that says, just release him. You know, I don't think that that's right either. No, you can't. Actually, you can't. You can't. I mean, you, you have to do due diligence no matter what it is. You have to follow the policy. Yeah. Major League Baseball has in place a policy involving domestic abuse. And there's a process. The first thing you do is the player is not allowed to, first of all, for his own good. I mean, could you imagine the Phillies saying, well, you know, this is under investigation. Odubel Herrera is going to start in center field tonight here at Citizens yeah. Bank Park for the Phillies against the St. Louis Cardinals. It no. wouldn't be, first of all, it's, nobody would do that. I don't think legally they can't. They cannot do that now based on the new rules by Major League Baseball. And the commissioner, we always want to talk about juicing and steroid errors and juiced mm-hmm. ball errors in baseball. This right now, to me, is the biggest scourge on sports. People doing stuff to themselves, athletes shooting up and doing steroids, they're doing it, they're hurting themselves long-term, but they're doing it for the short-term benefit so they can hit more home runs and get a fat mm-hmm. new contract, not thinking about what happens to them 20, 30 years down the road. And we saw this in football. We see it in all sports. <clears throat> Excuse me. So anyway, uh, the, um, the woman, the, it was his girlfriend. Yeah, According to the story, 20 she's 20 old. years old. He's 27. She's 20. So she's technically an adult. And again, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't know what happened in the hotel room. All I know is what the police report says and what the Phillies have released as a statement concerning Odubel Herrera. And I'm going to read that to, statement right okay. now. Let me, I'll find it then. And Tony, you need to add one more thing to your nothing pisses you off faster than um, abuse of, of women and children animals. Well, yeah, animal end. abuse. And that then goes this is, well, Trade Dog WNL says two things this Oklahoma redneck won't tolerate is anyone abusing women or animals. This takes me from zero to pissed off in no time. Well, yeah, somebody posted over the oh. weekend a video of a guy I just, kicking I, a cat, holding a cat. Well, first petting him. Yeah, he's petting this little cat. And the, pet, the, the, the cat is, is obviously very pleased, very friendly, mm-hmm. coming up to him. is like, oh, you're loving me. This is wonderful. And as soon as the cat is relaxed and loving him, he. Drop kick. I mean, he, he didn't kicked. drop kick him. The cat yeah, was standing well, there. He went he just, sideways. He went soccer yeah. style and kicked this cat At all the way down the 10, street. 10, 15 feet. Exactly. Awful. And when I saw that, I immediately went on there and saying, this is where we need John Wick to empty at least two cartridges into that sucker. That's what I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see some. The worst part is some other asshole is, is taping yeah. him. And they're getting smiling ready, and laughing about getting it. Getting ready to soccer kick a cat on a street. It's unbelievable. It's bad enough that this moron does it. That, it's even that man worse needs to be outed. That somebody videotapes this happening and puts it on, on social media. Both of those people need to be outed. And I'm glad that they put it on social media so they can be caught. They I won't really, catch these people. Well, I hope so. There's, but anyway, there's let no... me read you the statement from the Phillies. Let's try to deal with one outrage at a time, Robin. I can't, uh, I can't handle a multitude of outrages. This early? <laughs> Not at the beginning of the week. Oh, this is day two for us. A lot of people are just getting back to work today. You know, they had the long weekend. Here's the statement from the Phillies. This morning we were made aware of an alleged incident involving Odubel Herrera. Upon receiving this information, we immediately reported the incident to Major League Baseball, which has informed us that Herrera has been placed on administrative leave. The Phillies take any domestic violence accusation seriously and strongly support the joint domestic violence policy agreed upon by Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association. Good. Remember, the union's not going to be able to go in there and, and, you know, they'll defend him because he's innocent until proven guilty. 
But they both agreed on this. This yeah. isn't one of those mandatory baseball. It's what, what Roger Goodell has a problem with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because Roger Goodell, there's a lot of... Gray area. Yeah, in, in, base, in, in, in football, where they had no explicit policy. Because any time a, a, a football player got in trouble, mm-hmm. the union would immediately jump to his defenses. You can't do that. You can't suspend one of the players. So baseball, the much maligned sport, as, as, as maligned as it is, at least dealt with it, got the union and the players together and said, mm-hmm. we must do something. If this happens, we're not just going to say, well, you know, maybe next time. No, there is no next time, and they're proactive. So give Major League Baseball credit for that. Because the NFL, Roger Goodell is hated because he doesn't have enough rules. When he, he's one of those reactionaries. He's not pro-action. He doesn't do something before something happens. He waits for something to happen and then makes up shit as he goes along because he has... The Philadelphia Eagles oh, are Super Bowl champions. Thank you, Scrapple Joe, for joining us. See, that's the walk-on for yes. Scrapple Joe. But anyway, so, Adulbo Herrera. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but as I mentioned, the discipline lies in the hands of the commissioner under MLB's recently instituted joint domestic violence policy between the union and the league. It's unclear... When this, where this is going, but a recent example involved Cubs shortstop Addison Russell, who was suspended 40 games without pay. Now, punishment does not include a player's contract being voided. So whatever punishment he will get, he being Odubel Herrera, the suspension, he's, he's got a, a five-year, he's in the third year of a five-year $30 million contract, and the Phillies hold a club option for the following two years. So there are a lot of people saying, well, just cut the guy and don't pay him. You can't do that. There's due process. And so in the, in the agreement that they made with the union and the players, uh-huh. they had in writing that the club cannot void a contract over this type of issue. Okay, so if after due process they find that he is guilty. Right. And Even they if just, they find, it says punishment does not include oh, so, a player's so contract would, being voided. So they would still have to pay him the rest of the contract, exactly. even with this? That's, that's being, what I just read, Robin. I know, this, I'm just This is how law works. This is what lawyers sit down and do. I'm reiterating. Okay. I think that that's wrong. What part of players, punishment does not include a player's contract being voided, don't you understand? I'm clarifying, <laughs> Tony, for uh, my own mind. Just I'm clarify clarifying. some butter later on when I get the lobster tails going. I think that that's wrong. I think that if you are found guilty of something that heinous, then you should be... Well, guess what, your, Robin? Your contract should then, be then, voided. Then the Players Association obviously got that concession I know. when they when they agreed to with, with the Major League Baseball, the organization, and the Players Union. Players Union said, no, you can't cut a guy for this. You can't void his contract. You could punish him. And then they get their lawyers to sit down and they put in language so that these guys don't get. And again, I don't want the guy. The guy's life shouldn't be ruined, but he should at least pay the price. Yeah. And the Phillies could trade him. They could cut him and they'd have to pay him. And so that's what they have to weigh if they find this. Because the environment around here is going to be ugly. Look what's going on in Chicago. When, when Addison Russell came back this year, you know, people were like booing him. Mm-hmm. On the field. Yeah. And then eventually as time moves on, the guy did his punishment. You know, he admitted that he did it and he won't do it again. And that's how we deal with justice in this country. You do the crime, you yeah. do the time, and you live with that as a stain on your life for the rest of your life. So Addison Russell's still playing for the Cubs and he sat out 40 games. Now, I don't believe you. Now, you, you don't have to pay the guy for the 40 games. So he's going to lose that part of his salary. But you're not going to say, hey, we owe him uh, whatever's left of a $30 million contract. Here's a check. Go bu- goodbye. 
Kim BRM saying, explain why 20-year-old is allowed in the casino. I thought it was 21. She was in the room. She yeah. wasn't in the casino. Yeah, and there's... She's not gambling. There's restaurants and exactly. other uh, locations there where somebody that is underage can go. They're just not allowed on the casino floor. Exactly. They're allowed to walk through it, though. Yeah, and you're allowed to check into a hotel right. in a casino as long as you're not gambling, and they ask for ID. Again, I'm not going to get into all of that. The, no, the I'm point just, is, Kim was asking. But this isn't a woman he just met. You know, it's different if he goes into a casino or a bar and he meets somebody who's underage. And I'm not talking about even Odu. I'm talking about any man. Yeah. You go into a bar in Atlantic City, there's a lot of young women who look like they look like they're 21 and they're 16, mm-hmm. right? They dress up oh, and you don't know how me. old they are. I know that when I was 14, if I put on makeup and wore a certain outfit, I could look like I was older. So those situations are different. To 21. Because those women are the ones who are breaking the law when they're 18 or 19 and they, you know, they have a fake ID because they want to get into the hot clubs and they want to go into a casino. Mm-hmm. And then something happens and they're in trouble legally. This, according to the story, this is not a woman he just met in the casino right. when he went there last night on an off night. That's not what happened. Apparently, this is somebody he knew, went with him to Atlantic City, and then they got into an altercation, and then apparently he struck her and at least grabbed her to the point where she was bruised on the arms and neck area. You know, arm, you know, arm bruises could happen, but when you're talking neck area, yeah, yeah. How, how are you going to how are you going to write how that one? Off? How are you going to pass that one off? Yeah, I mean, you <clears throat> might be able to get away with saying I was holding her away from me. Yeah, she that's was angry possible. That's possible. And, and I was holding and, and grabbing her arm, maybe. But the neck, I don't think so. Now, she refused medical attention, and Herrera was charged with simple assault and released on a summons with a future court date. And that's the way the law works. And the Phillies confirmed the news uh, in that statement that I just read to you. So he faces swift discipline, and the swift discipline is he's on administrative leave. And so that means he's... Basically inactive. We don't know when the court date is. This story will continue to develop, and then we'll find out what, what the next step is in this process. And the, and the bottom line is, you know, the, there's all kinds of things that can happen here. And I'm not convicting Odubel Herrera of domestic abuse. All I'm saying, he's alleged to have had a physical confrontation with his 20-year-old girlfriend. He was arrested. The police report said there were marks on the woman's body on her arms and neck. She refused medical attention. So she may drop the charges. You know, that's what happens in these cases. She may move on and say, you know what, it was a misunderstanding, and then drop the charges. And, but that's, that's up for the legal. That's, that's for the legal people to decide. Not for me or you or anybody listening on a sports show. Unfortunately, a lot of women do that because, well, whatever. It's, it's a I don't know. But see, you, yeah, we're, we're, we're playing the supposition game now, Robin. I'm not playing that. We know what happened. We don't know... How bad it was, we don't know if she's going to press charges, but there's no doubt when there's an arrest made and there's domestic violence charges involved, this has to be taken seriously. And because there are some cases where women accuse guys of doing things and they lie about it and mm-hmm. make it up. That is That's correct. just as bad as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I do. This, I... at least on the surface, doesn't sound like, right. oh, he met a 20-year-old and she's going to try to set him up because I mean, he's got is, a lot of money I, and she I've, does it. I've yet to hear a... Um, a somebody from the legal and political arena say what I feel should happen for somebody that falsely accuses, which I think that somebody falsely accuses, they need to have the same consequences happen to them for the offense that they are accusing somebody else of. Exactly. So that's the bottom line. I'm not making a final decision. I'm not a judge, jury, or executioner. We're in the court of public opinion. So it's easy for me or any other talking head who doesn't even understand law or just wants to go to the basic 
like the guy with the, the John Wick comment, I mean, that's the first reaction to a lot of people. Obviously, the guy kicking the cat made me very angry. And if I were there, I wouldn't have a John Wick 9mm with multiple clips that I could put in and blow this guy away. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, but I, I, I guarantee... Yeah, I'd be awfully tempted to. Well, if I, was, if I was carrying and I had an open carry mm-hmm. permit and I saw that, I would at least kneecap him. Yeah, yeah, I would kneecap the guy. <laughs> the kneecap. I'm not shooting to kill if I see that. I want that guy that was kicking that cat to suffer more pain well, than he caused on a defenseless animal. In, in, the, psycho- in the world of psychology, um, they have shown over and over again that humans that enjoy, that take pleasure out of hurting animals are oftentimes more likely to be psychopaths. Like, if they, if they keep going down that road, it's the beginning of, like, any history of psychopaths that you read. It all started with them abusing animals. So you kind of wonder, there's something wrong with people that, are, that, that enjoy it. Not just animals, but if you're, if you're sick enough to hurt an animal and kick an animal, you're sick enough to hurt a human being. That's just, a, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's something in your mind. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Because animals... Are, are, are they're living things. It's not mm-hmm. like stepping on an ant or using an elect, uh, a magnifying glass when you're a kid to put it on that ant in the summer. Mm-hmm. Is that the same thing? I don't know some if people, kids do that some anymore. Some people would say that it is the same thing, but I don't think that a lot of times kids don't see that little speck of thing crawling on the floor as something that could possibly... All I know is that little animal. ant, if he was my size, would be able to destroy me. Yes, he would. Because you see how strong they are well, and how much they carry and, and what they do. And there's some in uh, Africa that could destroy you anyway. Exactly. So anyway, you know what else today is, Robin? On a, It's sort of serious at an animal. Today is the third anniversary of Harambe dying in the Cincinnati Zoo. And of course, people are... The Harambe thing became T-shirts. Yeah. Remember Harambe? Yeah, I think... The memory of Harambe is still strong on the anniversary of his death today. It's very sad. I don't think that they should have had to kill him, but that's just me. Um, uh, Flyer Superfan is saying that Odubel is his seven-year-old's favorite Phillies player. He's now going to have to steer him in a di- different direction. Well, you wait till the process, the law... Because you're trying to explain this to little kids, especially... Yeah, how do you explain this? No, I think it's actually it's good to have that conversation. Yeah, if the kid can understand it. At seven years old, they can absolutely. They should. They yeah. should. But kids are being fed a lot of crap today. I know. They're on their phones. They're getting misinformation. But I think they're... it's definitely worth having that conversation and saying why um, his favorite player is maybe exactly. not worthy exactly. of his of his uh, fandom. <sighs> anyway, let's move on. Yes. And if anything happens in the Odubel uh, Herrera situation, we'll keep you posted. Exactly. Speaking of, uh, uh, speaking uh, well, of what? Would you call it violence? <laughs> I don't know if you call it violence because it's part of the game. But we had some pretty exciting things happen that wasn't last. Violence? Week. That was a guy doing what he does in hog. Nobody was injured. Well, actually. Zidino Zachara was. Yeah, well, I never did area. see. I never did see exactly what happened. So anyway, we're going to the Stanley Cup Finals last night, and we'll again, we'll talk about the Odubel Herrera situation and give you any of the late breaking developments in that. But last night, Robin, what we saw is what we saw. What it is is what it was. And as I predicted on the show yesterday, the Boston Bruins would be rusty. The St. Louis Blues would be ready to go. And the Blues were in the first period. Yes, they as were. As they jumped out to a 2-0 lead on the Bruins, who hadn't played in 11 days. So that's the normal rust versus rest. They were rusty. But unfortunately for the Blue, 
the blue. The Boston Bruins awakened, found their stride, found the pep in their step, their dip in the hit, their soul in their stroll, their glide in their stride. <laughs> and they went out there, <laughs> tied up the hockey contest in the second period. It was 2-2. And the Bruins' relentless forechecking was evident once again. The one thing you notice about this Bruin team is that there's never a lot of open ice. No. I mean, even when you're on a power play, the Bruins look like they have another, an extra man on the ice. And I give them credit. They tied it up. Then they take the lead. And then all of a sudden, later in the game, things got dicey. The Blues were trying. Every time they dumped it in, you think, and then they pull the goalie. So they're up 3-2 late in the game. They pull the goalie. And then during one of those fanatic rushes, a shot was taken from the point. And Zadino Chara, who just came back from an injury, had that area on his on his arm that is unprotected. So they wear the gloves. Right. And then they have the jerseys. A lot of guys wear something underneath. Mm-hmm. But there was one area from like just above the wrist to just halfway up the... Uh, Not even like three or four inches right, wide. Right, but there was raw meat there. I mean, there was unprotected raw. meat. Well, it wasn't raw meat until no, this no, happened. Until the puck came. So a shot's taken. And of course, being a big guy like Chara is... His wrist is out there, and it's exposed, and the puck hits him sideways, which is a sharp edge of a frozen puck, and immediately makes a big cut, and, and the blood's dripping down. Yeah. And he obviously went off the ice. Hopefully he's not, and obviously he's near the end of his career. He's one of the all-time great players. So he goes off, and you can see the blood dripping down there. That's going to leave a bruise. Well, hopefully he didn't <laughs> do any damage, but Ugh. it just looked like a, you know, a cut. So I, I now, thought when I first, because I only saw the reaction of it, I didn't actually see the puck hitting. I It looked to me, because it was such a pretty deep cut that like somebody's skate went over his arm or something. No, it was the puck. The, you know, and this, that's what's crazy about hockey players. They stand there. You know, they are and, the and, toughest and, and, human beings on earth. And especially little guys. God. Now, I know he signed up for another, uh, you know, because the Bruins power play is the best. We knew that going in. And when you take penalties, they're going to make you pay. So I'm giving Bonds, so Dean's giving me crap left. Oh, yeah. I thought the Blues were going to win the game. And I guarantee you, everybody else who was watching that game last night. At the night, beginning. Because you know what? Yeah. This is pretty. The Blues are. This is not going to be a four-game sweep. I know. Oh, four-game sweep. It might be. It could be. I don't think the Blues are going to roll over and say, "Well, we haven't been here since 1970, so we know the Bruins are a better team." No, they're going to play hard, and they did. But Boston's power play is lethal, and that's what hurt them last night. And the fact that the Bruins swarm. They swarm like no other team I've seen in hockey this year, especially now in the finals. They know they, they can taste this. They're three wins away from a Stanley Cup run. They're three wins away from taking the cup to every strip bar in the entire New England area, not just Boston. That's the thing about you know being a Boston area team. They're going to take it to Massachusetts, to Maine, to Vermont, to Rhode Island. The only place they won't take it is New York because all the pissed-off Ranger, Islander, and Devils fans won't allow it in that area. But they'll get to take the Stanley Cup around with them. And that's a big-ass trophy. You've seen the Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah, it's big. It and sat in your lap for a while, right? Yeah, I sat, I sat, and I never had it in my lap. I had it next to me in the seat, oh, okay. flying back from Buffalo when the flight. Well, I touched it many times. Hello, bully seventy-seven Mustang. And you know, took a rest, but he you know took a rest, gave up two goals, so it's not like he's impenetrable. And he, he was down two nothing. So give the give the Bruins credit. That's what they do. They're at home. <laughs> like, I got to no, I did not have a lap. I did not. First of all, I didn't get to take the Stanley Cup home with me. But when, when the Flyers were flying back from the Auden Buffalo, one of my favorite old school buildings in the NHL back in 1975, 76 it was, technically. The Stanley Cup was strapped in the seat next to me. Its tray table was up in a locked and upright position because I flew back on the Flyers charter 
from Buffalo. Did and they arrived. put a seatbelt on it? Absolutely. It's a Stanley Cup. I don't want to dent it. Who do I look like? Uh, a Gronk when he had the uh, the Lombardi oh, so trophy? You're Remember, the one... did you see the video yes. of Gronk? He had the a Lombardi trophy and was taking batting Crazy. practice with it. And there's a dent in the stinking Lombardi trophy. They got like 50 of them, so it doesn't matter. It's still wrong. And I think if they take it to Earl Scheib, they can bang that dent out on the inside and buff it and slap it. That's why they force it. That's why I believe that's the reason Gronkowski's gone. I don't think he retired. I think the... I think the Patriots said, get the hell out of here, man. You're messing up the Lombardi trophy. You're disrespecting the exactly, trophy man. that much. Exactly. You're out. Now, a Flyer Superfan says, we're going on a road trip this summer through New England, and if the Bruins win the cup, we are going to be harassed wearing our Philly team gear in three <laughs> different sports now. <laughs> now, I do, have, I do have video of the... Of, um, oh, 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 the the one of the the best player of the night. Uh, Forget about the goals and the check, but the, the one guy, Tory Krug. If you didn't see this last night, this is why I love hockey players. This is why you got to love. Here's a guy who's six foot nine, American player, played at uh, Michigan State University. Knows he's not a superstar. He's a defenseman. He's a mucker and a grinder, and he's six foot nine. And last night, we'll show you the clip here. <laughs> he he runs over David Perron. And they're on top of each other. Then he gets up from there and then goes the length of the ice and then levels Robert Thomas on the same With no shift. helmet. And he lost his helmet. His hair's flying around. And then boom! Not cheap shots. This is real sports. This is real hockey. This ain't that wimpy stuff. This ain't that wimpy NBA or wimpy soccer where guys fall down like they were shot by a howitzer. There was one clip of the, of the hockey game yesterday. Did you see that? I don't know which game it was. But one of the players runs into the official, and he falls down like the official just absolutely stabbed pathetic. him. Stabbed him like the Night King yeah. was stabbed by Arya in Game of Thrones. I'm like, you, if you're going to The guy falls it. down and pretends the official, he ran into the official, and then he falls down holding his face like if he was gonna, killed. If you're going to fake it, you got to do better than that, man. Exactly. Seriously. Learn from some women. Nobody <laughs> fakes it better than women. But let's go to the game last night. And let's listen to the play-by-play. Watch the video. If you're watching us on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, you see, if you didn't see it last night, this is my favorite moment of the game. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals at the TD Garden in Boston. Just going toe-to-toe. It started behind the net between Clifton and Perron. There you get a couple of hacks. Now you can call penalties on both these players. Crew got the hack in first. Now who's holding whom? At the end, the officials both said, go play on. And watch, like, getting shot out of the cannon. Corey Krug, Corey Krug goes right in, and Thomas, trying to make a play, gets knocked hard by number 47, coming all the way from his own end to deliver that hit. <laughs> all of that, and the play continued. Oh. Just going toe-to-toe, it started behind the net. Did you oh, want to, uh, man, that was a, you know, but Perron is the guy that jumped on top of, oh, yeah. of Krug in front of the net. And then he gives him the face wash, and then he rips the helmet the off. The helmet off. And then Krug gets up and then goes all the way down the other end of the ice with his helmet off, his hair flying around, and he buries Robert Thomas. That's hockey action. That's playoff. That's not dirty hockey. That's not goon hockey for all these putzes who think, yeah, well, they're, they're goons just like the 70s. It's, it's, that's the way they played. No, they didn't. Learn the game, all right? Understand the speed and the, and the greatness that is the National Hockey League. Most of the same slap dicks who criticize hockey as not a real sport couldn't stand up on a pair of skates, couldn't play street hockey without whining like a baby.
I see these people on the, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, great. Hockey season starts in October. Why do we need to see it now? NBA season starts in October, and it's going to go until the 4th of July weekend, for Christ's sake. But give me a break with that crap. They're, all these seasons are too long. You know why they're too long? Because they got to pay these guys gazillions of dollars to play, so they have to have more games. So please, with the... I love all sports. I don't get the hockey hate. If hockey didn't exist... If any, if any sport, none of these sports existed today. Right, right, I'll give right. you a classic because I'll use the Keith Olbermann analogy. If baseball didn't exist today and there was no history and somebody, some guy named Abner Doubleday came up to you and you'd say, Abner Doubleday, what kind of douche name is that? And First he comes up all, to you. Number would you even, one. Would you even take a meeting with a guy who calls your office <laughs> and, and he says, excuse Hi. me, I got Abner, Abner Doubleday's out My here to say My name is Abner, Abner Doubleday. <laughs> we got a man out here who says his name is Abner Doubleday. I think he's a douche, and he's got a weird suit on and a big top hat. Would you like to meet him, sir? Yeah, bring him in. What the hell? It's Monday. I ain't got nothing to do. And Abner Doubleday says, listen, picture this. I have this great idea for a game. Picture this. We're outside, and we've got nine guys, three guys in an outfield. Not angels in the outfield. That comes later in the sequel. Three guys in the outfield, and you got four guys in the infield. That's eight. Then you have a catcher and a pitcher. And the pitcher throws the ball while the next batter from the other team stands up there. And then you have an umpire who doesn't know what a ball or a strike is standing behind said pitcher and catcher. And he's going to call balls and strikes. And then it could be 10 to 1. It could be 1 to nothing. It could be a four-hour game. And we're going to get people to sit in the stands and watch this brand new game. Where there, for the most part, not a lot of action. Same thing with football. Not a lot of action. But it's going to be our national pastime. What would you say right now? It wouldn't, nobody would buy it. No. The only reason baseball exists is because of its history and because of all the great things that have happened over the, the generations of people who've been watching baseball. Hockey, to me, if no sport existed and somebody came to the younger generation, especially uh-huh. who wants action, you know, video games, violence, we movement. We want it fast, we want yeah, movement. Guys with incredible skills of skating and stopping and. You know, and staying out there for two minutes at a time and then going in and out and jumping over the boards and getting into the play and then body checking allowed. You know, fighting is not allowed. It's, 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 you know, and you rarely see a fight in the playoffs, but it's part of the game. It's not the old school game where the bench is empty and guy and goons are out there fighting. Hockey's the most, is the fastest sport on the planet right now. Is there anything faster than hockey? I don't, I don't mean extreme sports and skiing. I'm talking about just, six-on-six action on the ice and the drama that goes into it. There's no better sport. Mm -mm. But I don't say hockey's the greatest sport of all time. I'm saying it is one of the great sports. Its history, by the way, is longer than any of the North American sports. It's been around. The Stanley Cup is the oldest professional sports trophy in North America. Mm -hmm. It's been around before baseball, before football, before the NBA, before any of these sports. The only sport that's been around longer is soccer because over in Europe... You only need one ball and a bunch of idiots running around. Or if you've got young kids, you go out on a Saturday morning, you throw them all out there, and you let them run around and fall down and trip and cry, and then you play nothing-nothing ties and you give every kid a, 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 a stinking little, what do you call it, Slurpee? What are those, a juice box? The juice box, yeah. Or the other ones. What's not the box? What's the one with the foil thing? And then you stick the straw oh, into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, it's similar to a yeah. juice box, but it's not a box. They used to be triangular. Yeah, but they're like a little a foil thing. Yeah. And then you stick them in there. Juice bag. The juice bag. 
I've seen a lot of one juice bags argue, around here, by the way, over the weekend. There was a lot of juice bags. One might argue <laughs> Capri that... Capri Sun, that's what they... Thank you very much, Trevor, from the two... See, Trevor knows about juice boxes. He's back. He's back on the board after making the trip, getting back safely. He got home at 11.09 last night. Yeehaw. Exactly 11.09. My, uh, one might argue that lacrosse is the oldest game. It's an old game, too. It's a very, And they very just old had game. the national championship. How about Cabrini College winning the... Lacrosse National Championship. Little Cabrini College here. Going up against the Powers and winning the Men's National Championship. But anyway, it's the pouches. That's right. Because you have the little juice boxes, which were the little box. They were actually boxes. And you know you know, I know how I know that, Robin. Because, you know, I had three kids. They played soccer. They did all that stuff. So, technically, if one wants to go historical, mm-hmm. the oldest sport in the world. Do you know what that is, Tony? Uh... Killing each other? Oh, it's <laughs> close. Sword fights, dog fights. Wrestling. Sto- Re- wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Wrestling real is wrestling, not like last night where they... I actually turned on WWE Monday Night Live last night and then realized why I don't watch wrestling anymore. It was like right around 11 o'clock, so it was near the end of the night of broadcast. So they always make sure that the last match ends right before 11. It's, co- it's unbelievable. And the new guy who's the universal champ... What the heck's his name? Kevin something. It was all. It, it was. It was so bad. The fact that people buy these because they were great stories in wrestling back in the day. They always the hero, and then there's the good guy. Yeah, and we're not talking about that kind of wrestling. Kevin Owens is that the guy's name? The guy with the long hair, and he's beating up some other schmo in there. I, I mean, it, it's listen. I don't care. You want to spend forty nine ninety nine to watch? Do whatever you want. I'm not telling you don't watch wrestling. Don't buy pay per views. I never tell people what to do, what to think. I just give my opinions, except for The Bachelor. I'm telling you not to watch The Bachelor. And I'm doing that as a public service to all the women out there who want to play the feminism card and still watch this show. You can't play the woke feminist card if The Bachelor is still the number one show on Monday nights. On, 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 is, that, is that proving that feminism is not working, Robin? The Me Too movement's not working if The Bachelor is the number one show on Monday night it's on pathetic. network television? So don't give me any of that bullshit. Don't play that crap with me. I know it's $9.99 on the WWE Network. I didn't say it was $49.99, but they're always setting up pay-per-views. That's how they make the money. It's like Monday Night Raw is like the, it's like the appetizer where they give you, they give you like a nice little bowl of uh, like some nuts. Mm-hmm, and say, here, mm-hmm. here well, you want to watch this. But guess what? Next week, $49.99, watch that, baby. We got another big paper. And that's, that's where they make money. And now there's a new network. There's AEW, not the root beer. And you know who's involved in that? We got to get him on the phone. Oh, is he involved? Yes, he is. Oh, we should get him on. Yes, he is. Barbecue. Uh, let's see, where is he? Barbecue. Oh, uh, you're Jim Ross is his name. I know, but the great I... Jim Ross is now involved in this rival network, AEW, and they're doing pay-per-views. That's what you do. You try to make money with the sport. It's a very popular sport. It's that it's Chris. Is it Chris Jericho? No, Chris Jericho's over at AEW. It's so funny because of his barbecue sauce. Yes. Um, all of his contact is something Jim barbecue something something. So whenever I think of him, that's what Jim comes Ross, up. Barbecue. That's, one of the all-time legends. But again, I'm watching this last night. We're gonna get Jr. on. They had their last. They had their first big event. I saw Jr. tweeting about it over the weekend, and now he's involved with the AEW group. But. Uh, it was good. And anyway, you hear his voice. You hear the legendary. Again, WWE, if you want to watch it, you want to subscribe to the network, 
But I'm telling you, as a longtime wrestling fan, when I turned that on last night, accidentally, because I'm flipping around, I watched the hockey game, and then I'm trying to find something else on. And then I said, because I even asked yesterday during the show, are they going to have a WWE Monday Night Raw on Memorial Day night? And the answer was yes. So I didn't even know it was on because I wasn't watching it earlier. I was watching a hockey game because there were no baseball games on that I was interested. Dodgers was later, and then they won that game, and Cody Bellinger hit his 19th home run and threw out two guys from the outfield. So I'm flipping around, and I saw the very end. So I said, I got to see this, what happens here. So there's this guy with long hair. looks like Jon Snow, except he doesn't die. Well, you think he's going to die, and then some other guy with a bad haircut looks like he's going to beat him, and then they're looking to the side to see how much time they have left before they have to sign off at 11 o'clock. It's amazing how it's perfectly timed that he gets the final tap out as 11 o'clock is approaching. It's like they planned it or something. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Tony, speaking of planning, for those of you, it is time. What time is it? It is time. Is it time to say goodbye already? It is time to say goodbye to those of you who are still insisting upon watching us on YouTube, Periscope, or Facebook Live. How often do we need to tell you? I know that there's new people all the time that still haven't figured out how to make the Twitch. And if you have any issues, you please... You mean to switch to Twitch? To switch to Twitch? Switch to Twitch. Um, if, you, if you are having any kind of issues, please, please, please do not hesitate to email me at missrobinaustin at gmail.com so I can walk you through it. But seriously, I don't know how difficult it could be. Um, but... If you are watching on those channels, you only get a taste of the full show. You do not get to watch the full show. You don't get to participate in the fabulous chat room. We don't get to recognize you for your input. Exactly. So this switch to Twitch... It's like a new cult. ...has been brought to you by Switchboard Live. We thank them so very, very much for allowing us to stream through them and making our lives easier. And they will make your lives easier, too. If you have anything that you need to stream, whether it's for your work, for your special event, whatever, go to switchboard.live and check them out and all of the things that they have available to you. And Tony, as such, wave goodbye. And tell oh, what's in the box? Juice is in the box, probably. Or cheap wines in the box. Or actually good wines in the box now, too. So we will see you. We will see you on the Twitch side, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. Subscribe for free. Follow for free. And join the Bruno Familia. And I got to throw all my other signs. I don't want to throw any gang. Here, I'm going to give you this one here so the Cubs will have me boycotted and banned from nope. my own show. Is that the wrong way? No, that, because we really don't want anybody to think that we're being stupid. I'm not being stupid. I'm showing yeah, something well, that is not a racist symbol that well, some people I, perceive. I actually to be. have. I have. I know that you're not going to be happy with me, Tony. Go ahead, but, I, but there is something to be said for a. Even though it was never considered racist before, if something, if okay, if, then if explain. An, and, I, and, I, and, I know what you're going to say, Robin. And if that has been adopted now, by... no, it hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. By the way, it hasn't been adopted by anybody. Because a stupid fan did it and was banned from a ballpark, a Cub player did it the next night. I know. All right, so if the, if the fan is an idiot, which you can say is an idiot, if the player's an idiot too, you can't have it both ways. You can't have some people doing it and it's okay. And oh, by the way, the player that did it was white. The Cub player that did it was white. And so if a white guy does a stupid sign in the stands, 
and the, 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 the bullshit world that we live in now deems things to be racist and that people write white supremacists. They had a white supremacist rally over the weekend. Did you see that? Nine people showed up as white supremacists. There were more counter-protesters than there were racists. So if, if all these white supremacists are running around the country and terrorizing people, how come when they organize a rally, they can't even get double-digit morons to show up? And you know who the people who showed up to mock them, which is their right as an American? It was people in the community, blacks, whites, Hispanics, who said that they don't want that crap in their neighborhood. And these clowns go away because the whole the world is now America's overrun with white supremacists and Nazis is bullshit. It's a fake. It's just like the fake hand signal thing. This is all virtue signaling, Robin. So don't give me any of your knee jerk, sappy crap to defend this crap. This country's out of control with this nonsense. Ridiculous, man. I know it's not a racist symbol, but you know what? There are going to be some idiots out there that think it is. Of course there are. There's always going to be There's people with agendas. I I think that we... My agenda is honesty and facts. Right. That's what my agenda is. I have no political affiliations. I I rip everybody. I don't care. Politicians pandering to me doesn't mean anything. Everybody panders in politics. They want your vote. Well, I think it's still worthy of fighting against the whole PC crap, but... At some point, you have to... I've always been honest and straightforward in anything that I've approached. I've been that way my entire 50-year career in this business. I haven't changed. I'm the same I've always been. I always stand for the people's rights to say what they want as long... And again, even hate speech, believe it or not, is free speech. I know. Just because you don't like what somebody's now threatening speech or things of that nature, threatening people's lives or threatening their well-being... There's consequences for that, except on Twitter, where they don't they determine which right and wrong. But you know they're a private company, so they can do that, even though they pretend to be an open forum. They're not. That's why people want to dump Facebook now, because of all the oh Facebook is it? Look what they did and this. So everybody's got arguments because right. if you don't if you don't if you don't think a certain way, the people who think the other way are going to call you names. If you think one way, the people on the other side are going. So I'm not on any side. I'm on the side of fairness. I want everybody treated equally, just like the Odubel Herrera story. People will immediately say, throw them out of here. They should cut him, not pay him. That's not the way it works. You have to look at the law. And I gave you the example of the baseball laws. The Players Union and, the, and, the, and Major League Baseball executives determined that this is the way they're going to deal with domestic violence. And it started last year with the Addison Russell thing. And so that's how you deal with things on a fair basis. Agreed. Everybody's treated equally. Not one group is treated better than another because that's what equality has always been to me. Everybody gets the same treatment. Does everybody get the same treatment? No. But for the most part, everybody has the same opportunities. And I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I can't be the head of IBM. I'm not a surgeon. I can't become a brain surgeon, although I do play one here on the radio. Robin is not a doctor, but she will be able to pierce any kind of nail that you have that has an inflammation in it or pus or other things because she watches Dr. Pimple Pop- Popper. No, and so I therefore, if you watch Dr. Pimple Popper or Dr. Oz, you then therefore are... Qua- or if you go to WebMD, you're now all of a that sudden is, a medical expert. WebMD has qualified me more than anything else. <laughs> WebMD and YouTube videos. How, why do you think I'm a master carpenter and a master electrician and a master baiter and all the other masters? I'm a master of the universe. I was doing that stuff before YouTube. 
I didn't have when I was building ponds and things back in the day before the internet, before mm-hmm, Al Gore mm-hmm. made America great. And you were allowed to say that back then and not be considered a racist. I didn't need YouTube. I did it on my own. I figured it out on my own, Robin. No, you don't have to figure anything out on your own. You don't have to figure out math problems. You, you go into a restaurant. You don't have to add. Well, the hardest part is you still have to add up the tip, though. I like the restaurants where they put the tips amount on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 10%, yeah, yeah. 15%, 20%, and they figure it out for you. You're like, thanks so much. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sit down and say, <laughs> okay, now, what's 20% of... Uh, that's, that should be. Every receipt should have the tip amounts at the bottom of it. Is that asking too much for a restaurant to do? Uh, I don't believe it costs a lot of money to add that feature to your automatic right, right. machine. I mean, because you, you go to a drive-thru, you go anywhere, you buy something. If you work in a, in a store, you don't have to figure out. It tells you how much change to give the person. Somebody gives you a 20 and it's $17.17. You no longer have to sit there and say, let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, and then 80, 83 cents. You don't have to do that. It tells you how much you how much change you owe the customer. So it's life pretty is, sad. Life is pretty easy now, right? Yeah. To figure, you don't need to, you don't, you don't, if you have a calculator next to you when you're doing your taxes or whatever, you, know, you go to a store, everything's figured what's out really, for you. What's really, really funny is if you, if you, <laughs> God forbid that you should try to make, so like say something is uh, $2.53. Right. And you give somebody uh, $2 or $3 and three cents. Yes. And that's, that's really hard. Oh then my you have to God, figure out how the, much. The poor people behind the cash register is like, what, what am I supposed to do now? No, you're exactly right. They're like, it, it, I see uh, the looks on their faces. Yeah, they, I'm trying to help panic. them. I'm trying to help them because I got three pennies in my pocket and I'm going to. But they don't, because that's, uh, that's because everything. Like, look around. They're like, they gave me extra money. What am I supposed to do? And we're like, come on, just give me 50 cents back. And they're like, but my machine <laughs> says that you don't. What? <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Oh, my. Anyway, it's hot in here again. I'm going to go get the damn air conditioner. Luigi stiffed us yesterday. He was supposed to go bring the air conditioner over from no, my mother's house. No, I told house. him not to because I didn't want him to be banging around. All right, I'm going to go get the damn air conditioner as soon as the show's over. I'm schwitzing again. By the here. way, Trevor from the 203 is pointing out that Nurse Robin has now become Dr. Robin. Dr. I Robin. got promoted, apparently, from yes. by you overnight. Well, that, once, you pierced, once you went on live and pierced your own uh, toenail to remove all of the blood and pus and all the other organisms in there. Thank you, Trade Dog NL, for hosting us, by the way. Trade Dog's hosting us? Trade Dog is hosting us. For those of you who do not know what this is, is if you have your own channel on, on Twitch, on Twitch mm-hmm. and you have followers, while you are not on live yourself, you can ghost host another channel. So uh-huh. we have people that are hosting our show on their channel so that their people... Can can benefit from watching the Tony Bruno show, Bruno awesome. Nation Live. Awesome, yes, because we our goal is to have twenty four hour programming. Yes, seven days a week, and there will be a day this summer. We have to set the date where we, Robin and I, will stay on the air live twenty four consecutive hours. We might need a little assistance for the, something like that. Well, we though. can get some, uh, you know. Some- I mean, energy drinks, some coffee. And, <laughs> but we want to do it. We're not going to say in the base. We're going to do this one outside lot yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. We, we need... got to put that together. We need somebody. We need a good uh, wedding planner or somebody. 
Yeah, uh, Trevor from the 203 was like, um, Tom Looney was watching the show I yesterday. I know. Yes, we got a fantastic little shout out, whom we love. We love Looney. And uh, he was going on Twitch to play, uh, I forget what video game he said he was going to go play. I think it was World of Warcraft, or one of those games. It was one of those games. And he says he was going to play against, uh, who? Uh, it was, he was going to play against uh, Macaulay Culkin. That's right. So he says he logged on to Twitch, Tom Looney of Fox Sports. Guy I've worked with since 2000. Mortal so Kombat, known... he said. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat, I'm sorry. Mortal Kombat and another game. So he was going to go play two video games on uh-huh. Twitch because yep. obviously there's a lot of great gaming channels on there. Exactly. So Looney yesterday, Memorial Day, he's going to log on. Tom Looney, the great sports guy and voice of the best damn sports show, great friend. Awesome guy. I just saw him at a dentist commercial. I know. I it was so funny because it was completely this is a out of contact. Commercial yes. too. And and I'm I'm sort of like doing a couple things and I glance up at the TV and I'm like, Tony, is that who I think it is? And I like glance because it's a it's a commercial with a lot of different people and it's yes. for some health insurance thing. I forget exactly what uh, it is. But, but all of a sudden I see the guy, he's pretending to be a dentist. Yeah. And then he turns to the camera and says something. And then I, I do a double take and I said, That's Tom Looney. Yep. Tom And Tom's been on a lot oh, of yeah. stuff. You recognize his voice. He has his own jingle. Yeah. But Tom has some great sayings when he would do sports updates. I'm sure he's still doing them. When he said, slave and over a hot microphone. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Tom Looneyism of all time. Absolutely. Talking about balls. We're talking about balls. balls. Tom Looney. We do love that. Talking about balls. <laughs> So yes. So anyway, he saw the, the yeah. He said he tuned in, and then he accidentally found us yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. And he started listening, and he, he said, "Screw you, Macaulay Culkin. Just go back to playing your rocking around the Christmas tree forty uh, fives in the window with a Michael Jordan cutout." I love Macaulay Culkin. He's a weird dude, though. He was a weird. He wasn't really a weird. He was one of those kids who was normal and then grew up weird somewhat. <laughs> what Pretty much like mean? most of Hollywood kids. <laughs> What no, does he's, that a, mean? he's a little weird. Nothing. I don't mean he's like like good weird. Yeah, good eccentric. weird. Eccentric. Yeah, it happens to a lot of kids. And he's Alyssa inc- Milano. You see all these kids. He's who are incredibly young. buff. No, he's amazing. He's an amazingly yeah. talented guy. But let's be honest. When you when you do the the, uh, the he's done movies obviously after after Home Alone, but that put him on the map. Yeah, Home Alone put Macaulay. He was he. You still watch the videos and you see the young Macaulay, and that's who you always think of. And he still looks the same, actually. His face looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah he. It's it's weird when you see somebody that's aged, that it just looks like an older version of a five year old. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. Now our buddy Leslie in Fort Lee, New Jersey, listening in now. He said maybe a restaurant should tell should tell a customer how to pay a tip on your receipt. Why? Wait. Why should why should a restaurant? I'm not saying that they should tell you how to pay. But they should break it down. And a lot of restaurants on the bottom of receipts, it'll say, it'll, it's basically, a, a, it's, it's like a visual aid. So but, you don't have to figure it out yourself. So if you want to give 10%, which is, you know, a, 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 the low end of a tip. If you don't leave at least right. a 10% but tip. But how hard is it to figure out what 10% of something but is? But then you have the argument, is it 10% of the pre-tax amount? Or is it 10% of the total? I just do the total. I don't do the, and then a lot of people just take the tax amount. And, and pay it. that as the tip. Or double it. Or double it. You're supposed to double it. But I like it. when they have 10, 15, and 20% on there. Then, because it's weird though, because if I see like the 20% is $17.25, I 
I rounded up to 18. Yeah. So that means I'm a generous tipper. But there are a lot of people. Here's why putting it down there is actually a good idea. Because yeah, it's a not lot that they're people, telling you to pay that. They're giving you the three options, 10%, right. 15 or 20%. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, they don't really do the homework in their brain. And so they just give, like if something costs... Uh, $35, they'll put in like three bucks and call it good. And you're actually shortchanging your server. Exactly. So I'm, I'm not one of these cheap bastards who doesn't tip. Who do I look like? Shady McCoy? I don't do that stuff. <laughs> D. Conrad, that's why we need free college. <laughs> <laughs> D. Conrad, I ha- would beg to differ. That's why we need better elementary school. Because if you can't figure out tips by the time you're leaving and, and how to figure out what 10% of something is from <laughs> elementary school, you have no hope of making it in college. Seriously. Nobody needs math anymore unless you're an astronaut or unless you're a physicist. You know, even like architects don't need to have major math skills anymore. Everything's done on a computer program. But you need to know the basics. Yes, basics. And that would be... What I would consider I'm not basics. talking about calculus or algebra. You need basic math yes. skills, which they don't teach anymore in school. So I how know. am I going to learn? And you know why they don't teach it anymore? Because we have calculators and everything is figured out for us. Mm-hmm. I still write stuff down. If I, do, I still do long-form addition, subtraction, and multiplication when I can't yeah. buy my calculator. Well, this is, this is my argument for the way we have done things in the past and the way things need to be done now. And for whatever reason, American schools have still not figured this out, is that our entire thought process and the way we do things in the world has changed enough so that we do not need to have rote memorization. We don't need to memorize... How about woke memorization? Woke memorization. But we don't need to memorize everything and fill up our brain because there's only so much room in our brain. Now, people can know so much information... But you need to know how to find something fast. And that's how come we need to have... Oh, we have... No, oh, that's, that's you. Right. Okay. I this was is like, the only thing I need to figure out, Robbie. But that's what—that's the difference between what the rest of the world's education and United States education is going, is that we need to teach our children <laughs> the basics of information and then how to find the rest of the more complicated stuff faster. That's what we need. The only place I can figure it all out is in the club, Robin. You know why? Because everybody in the club getting tips. This is all the math you need. Underrated song here, Robin. Um, Everybody in the club getting tips. Everybody in the club getting tips. Everybody in the club getting tips. Everybody in the club <laughs> oh Lord, 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 Tony Bruno. You're getting crunk now, Robin. Tell me when you hear this song, you don't have to move. Robin's the only white person not even moving here. As somebody points out on this video. <laughs> Back when wearing clothes three times your size was cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
my shoes. It's pressing on the face like she ain't got a clue. Then she told me. I'm sorry, Robin. I, I, I can't stop. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay. Somebody had the door. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You know what else is starting today? Yes. It's a tradition unlike any other, not the and Masters. What I, speaking of, of, of education. Yes, you want to talk about kids that are extremely, extremely bright and taught the right way. They're told at the young age, you get down the basement and you start reading dictionaries. Uh, what are the other books? Uh, you, you, uh, what's the other book that we all use? For synonyms, and there's a dictionary. And thesaurus? Then yeah, there's a, get a, whip out the thesaurus. Excuse me while I whip out the thesaurus. So that's what these kids do. It is, ladies and gentlemen, the National Spelling Bee is underway. The Scripps Howard National Spelling Bee. We're homeschooling reigns supreme every single year. Love these kids. Uh, and they're already, they're, they, they do it in the daytime. It's already underway. It's live right now. Should we go live to it on ESPN? Well, let me see if I can find it, Tony, because uh, I had it, and now it said that that page is no longer valid. Robert, so. I hate to do it to you already. This, but, well, you know what? We're an hour and 14 minutes in the show. This is a first. This could be a new record. See, now, why are you saying that this is my fault when I... I you said you had it ready, and then uh, yeah, you're, you, you're, you're the one that teased me by saying, you know what else is starting <laughs> today, Tony? So that's my cue to say... You're ready with the video I agree, and the audio, except, and that's why I did that. Except the <laughs> it wasn't me that wasn't ready. Apparently, the website said, okay. I'm sorry, that page is no longer I available. I took your cue that you were ready, and you teased me to tease I, the, the story about the National Scripps Howard Stelling, Spelling Bee. So give USA Today a big bump, bump, de bump. I'll because do that, I'll the do that regularly, except my boy uh, A.J. Lopez. I mean, I like him. So now I have to reload it and go to a different site and watch this Amazon Prime video and some other video because there's not just one but two commercials that I have to get through. At least there's not. <clears throat> now you didn't go. You never did look up the because this is not just for this, enjoyment, uh, but you can. There are prop bets on the spelling bee. I know. I have to find it. If you want to bet on homeschooled kids, because there's not a lot of action today. You got baseball. You know, there's no hockey. The NBA finals don't start till Thursday night. So if you're one of those degenerate gamblers looking for something to lay money on, why not invest in education or smart kids who know how to spell? Because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, which site was that on where the odds were, Robin? I want to look that one up. Because people are, the gamblers out there. was on Sporting there, News, I believe. Sporting News, is that still in operation? Sporting News, Spelling Bee, Prop Bets. Love, love Prop Bets. Uh, la, 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 there it is. I got to find these because I want to know. I got, I got them. There we go. Here we Do go. Do we have the go. kids named or is it pretty gener generic? Okay. So first of all, before we go into the prop bets, let me give you a taste of what type of things these g little genius kids who are 99.9% .9 homeschooled. I'm <laughs> just saying. Not that there's anything wrong Not with that. Not that there's anything. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. Um, Although I understand if Bernie Sanders has his way and becomes president, he's going to make sure that no home is used for homeschooling, that he will have... Oh, is he against homeschooling completely? He's against charter school, so I'm sure he's against oh. homeschooling. 
well, you know, keep keep our kids dumb by putting them, you know, insisting. I on... I mean, if you want to lock your kid in the basement to read thesauruses, well, yeah, maybe they and do. dictionary. But anyway, maybe. here this is a taste of what type of things that the spelling bee might exist. Okay, let's do this. Let's take the Wusstseins Lager. By the way, he said that wrong. Wait, me. A state of consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components. Oh, listening to the show. All the information, please. Bewusstseins Lager or... What kind of lager? Bewusstseins Lager or Bewusstseins Lager. He's saying it's it a wrong. Noun. It's from an originally German word. A Bewusstseins Lager is a state of consciousness or a feeling devoid of sensory components, as in Dr. Dieter described his son's attitude toward academic matters as an apathetic Bewusstseins Lager. Can you please repeat both pronunciations? They're very slight variants. So, Bewusstseins Lager and Bewusstseins Lager. Bewusstseins Lager. German, very true to its phonetic structure, but that's a long word with a lot of syllables and a lot of letters to navigate. Even Robin can't spell that, and she speaks German better than the guy who's the guy telling the kid how to pronounce it. I would have been able to spell it because I know the word, and he's saying it incorrectly. It's Bewusstseins Lager. He's saying Bewusstseins Zeinslager. Sounds like he's a beer. It sounds like something they were pat on sale for Memorial Day at Acme. He's he puts it, he's putting an extra. How do you say it properly, Robin? Bewusstseinslager. Can you please repeat the word? Bewusstseinslager. Robin, can you repeat the word? Bewusstseinslager. I know it's very similar, but he's putting an extra s in there. It's an outrage. You leave the last s s off for Sadie. But this is B-E-W-U-S-T-S-S-E-I-N-S-L-A-G-E. Bewusstseinslager. Oh, did she get it? No. There's two s's. B-E-W-U-S-S-T. S-E-I-N-S-L-A-G-E. Thank you. Oh, I hate to do it to her. Oh, so this is previous. This isn't this yes. year's. Karthik Nemani, if you spell this next word correctly, we will declare you the 2018 Scripps this National a, Spelling Bee. By the way, he's champion. the 14th consecutive Indian American champion. This was last year, no? Yes. Kicking it back old school to last year. And we're just giving you a taste of last year's. I like the taste. <laughs> Joe Quill. Koinonia. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got to pause this. I got to pause. Joe Quill says B E. Ah, screw it. I'll just be a stripper. <laughs> Sure, porn's not easier than doing this spelling <laughs> bewusstseinslager. What's the word again, Robin? Bewusstseinslager. Is that a pilsner or a lager? It's a lager. So can you put it in the form of a Belgian uh, lager, please? Or a Guinness Pennsylvania lager? Nine. <laughs> but bewusst- How do you give a kid that word? It's not even one word, right? It is. It's, it's all one, one word. word? It's all one word. Bewusstseinslager. Einlager, and he was saying that the judge was saying Bewusstseinlager, and that's c- incorrect. He was putting an extra S behind the T. <laughs> uh, anyway. Big Intimate spiritual communion oh, and participative sharing in a common religious commitment mm-hmm. and spiritual community. That's what we need for Bruno Nation. Of What's the word? 
Greek. Are there any alternate pronunciations? There's koinonia and kinonia. What? May I have the part of speech? Noun. Can you please repeat the word? Koinonia, kinonia. Koinonia. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. That is correct. Oh, the humanity. Now, I think that's totally unfair. Koinonia, way easier word to spell than like Versailles That was a sexual uh, pose, right? If you're in a cult and you have to go over to a foreign country and wear white Nikes. Is that what that is? Uh, <laughs> but, so, long story short, we have this year's spelling bee. There are, you can make bets. Oh, yeah, here, let me give you the odds right now, ladies and gentlemen. Because everybody loves to watch these kids spell words that will never be used, ever, ever, ever be used, ever, ever, in ever, any ever. normal conversation that they, they will ever have. Yes. Especially when they're alone in mom and dad's basement, learning all these words for no apparent reason. Am I right here, Robin? Listen, these kids are bright. They're I used to be a really good spelling bee champion when I was a kid. We didn't have to spell any of that crap. <laughs> it's like words we're going to use. But they now have they have a really, really like the youngest spelling bee. Uh, participant ever this year i need some gambling music well, while, here. while you're doing the gambling i'm gonna look the youngest spelling bee dude up youngest is there a minimum age be contestant testant 2019 um who qualified he is oh that's a pretty good one tony bruno but here's the, uh, here's the prop bets for today's uh, Spelling Bee, which is in progress, by the way. So it's not over. So these props are still live action. That is correct. And you can go to bet online for this. The number of letters in the winning word, Robin, the number of letters in the winning word this year, over nine and a half, is plus 100. So that's a really long-ass word. Under nine and a half letters in the winning word is minus 140. So right now, they're telling you to take the under. Minus 140. You have to lay 140 to win 100. So expect a shorter word. No stupid German words that even Robin, you know, Robin's the only person that could pronounce. What's the word again, Robin? Bewusstseinlage. Will the winner have braces? Will the winner have braces this year? Oh, that's a good one. Yes, plus 200. No, minus 300. So you're getting some good odds there. Two to one odds if you say yes, you get 200 for a $100 bet. If you say no, you get 300, which is basically not even the price to start putting on a pair of braces for a young kid. Right? Aren't they still expensive? Oh, yeah. Nobody covers that shit either, do they? Uh, kind of, sort of. Is Bernie going to have braces for all, I think, when he's president? I hope. Will the winner be wearing glasses? Oh, this is a stone-cold lock. Yes, minus 149. So you have to bet 149 to win $100 that the winner of this year's Scripps National Spelling Bee will have glasses. No, plus 100. So you get a, Basically, it's two to one. You lay down 100, you get 100. So okay. it's pretty much okay. even money. Even money. That they'll wear glasses. No, that they won't wear glasses. Will there be co-champions? Probably because everybody loves ties now. Do they? If there's a co-champion, what do they get? Oh, you know what would be like the best tie ever if it was male and female. So one girl, one boy tied for first. Well, place. if there's enough complaining, they will actually start doing that. <laughs> 
No, everybody will get it. You get a spelling bee, and you get a spelling bee. Participation trophy. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. <laughs> it's about the fact that you just participated. <laughs> here's, here's the other. Will there be co-champions? Yes, plus 250. I need them with gambling music again. No, minus 400. So you bet 400 to win 100, meaning that there will not be a co-champion if you are gambling degenerate. And finally, will the winner be male or female? Male, minus 130. Female, minus 110. So there is that, there is that wow. once again, there's that inequality when it comes to determining male or female candidates. How rude. The male is only worth a hundred a male is worth $130 and a woman's worth $110. That's wrong. That is wrong. And I believe that there should be some sort of litigation. The should. ACLU should step in. There should be a massive demonstration in Washington, DC, which there is almost every day anyway. Where is the equality? Where's the Me Too movement now? They're trying to spell Scripps Howard, unfortunately. Now, you notice what they didn't put in there because it's not politically correct? What is that? Will the winner be Indian American? I know. <laughs> I, I don't. Th- there's no way you can put any odds no. against that. I mean, that you want to talk about the number. The one likelihood thing. is so high. Because most of these kids are. I mean, their 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 parents are uh, of Indian descent. I don't mean like. Elizabeth Warren, Indian descent. No. I mean, like, India from India. Correct. Exactly. The continent of India. Exactly right. Is it the con- continent or country? It's, it's a not, country. It's a country. It's not it's really a country. continent. Yes, correct. Um, we got geography, spelling, everything covered on today's show. I know. Where are you getting that kind now, of Now, here, so, Tony, I'm, I'm, I want to see if you, we, we did last year's winning word. Yes. Which was koinonia. In 2017, this one should not be too difficult. I want to see if you... By the way, I have a little tip for all you gamblers. I'm going to give you a little inside edge before you call Nunzio today to bet on this. Seven of the last 11 winners of the Scripps Howard National Spelling Bee have worn glasses. In this year's event, only 45 of the 144 competitors are bespectacled. So that's like one out of every three kids. But that doesn't mean that the 45 kids who have glasses are just part of a field of 144. I would be willing to bet that the majority of the bespeckled kids are going to be... Bespectacled. Bespectacled. Not bespectacled. Bespectacled? Did I say bespectacled? You said bespectacled. I know it's bespectacled. I said it once By the way, Eckett8750 is uh, correcting you. It's a subcontinent. So I was right. I said continent, but, but subcontinent is correct. Yeah, these kids, you know, we should have an urban dictionary spelling bee. Now, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be, that would be interesting. I would suck at that because I would try to spell it correctly. So here, Tony, let's see if you... I can't even spell the, the names of the kids who are the participants. Well, that's way more difficult. This is the word, Tony, and I'm not even going to pronounce it. I'm are gonna we going to do like a fake spelling bee right yeah, here? I'm going to see Give if me a word you, you could have won... If you could have had the winning word of the 2017 <laughs> spelling bee, here is how... Uh, give the, me the word. I believe it's sp- uh, pronounced Marocane, but let's... Marocane. Marocane, yes. Marocane. Marocane. Marocane, that's easy. That's what I use when I get a sunburn, when I go out for the first time with my white flesh exposed to the sun's damaging UV rays. It is 
are you going to ask me the truth? Not Maricon. That's a different no, word. No, that Maricon is different. Maricon. Ma- Ma- Can I hear it again? <laughs> let me let me say. Maricon. 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 Isn't that one of those things that you get you get your old grandparents to walk around in? Oh, that's a hurricane. Can you put it in the form of a sentence, please? In the form of a sentence. Um, Yesterday, I was wearing a Morrow cane. Can you spell it for... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the origin of this? Uh... French. It is of French origin. Origin. Mar- Can you hear, I hear the word one more time, please? Morrow cane. I'm ready to spell, ladies and gentlemen. Let me take off my glasses to show you that you don't have to be bespectacled. Oh, okay. Marocaine. Although it's probably not pronounced that way if it's French. Is there a hyphen over it? Is there an umlaut? No. Is there I'm not supposed an exclamation to give you, point? I'm giving you way more information than you normally would get. Can I hear the word one more time, please? One more time. Marocaine. Marocaine. Is that like Novocaine? Or Cocaine? Or Cocaine? Not the Carolina hurricane. That's different. And they're fishing, by the way, anyway, not in the spelling bee. <laughs> half weed, half coke. Marocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's Burton Gus. Good stuff right there. Ma, where you put my cocaine? Is the, how you speed it up. Ma, where you put my cocaine at? <laughs> Ma, where'd you put my cane at? Not lidocaine. Marocaine. Not hurricane. Okay, I already went through M. You ready, Robin? Yes. M A R O C A N E. Marocaine. That is incorrect. Are you shitting me? The correct spelling is. M A R O C A I N. That's what I said. Mar- no, you said C A N E. You didn't. There's got to be an umlaut or. A, no, it is not. What's the other thing that they put over words in different Accent French? Accent aigu. Yeah. Nope. There's no accents over this. How is it a French word if it's just not all French words? <laughs> Marocaine. <laughs> You're arguing with a judge. You're out of here. It's ridiculous. So well, when would I ever use that word? What is it used? The description is a crepe fabric made of silk, wool, or rayon, or a combination of these fibers and distinguished by a strong rib effect. Ribbed for her pleasure, well, of, of course. course. It'd have to be ribbed Used for her in the manufacture <laughs> of dresses and women's suits. <laughs> so that I prefer Maricone. I can spell that one all day long. Marocaine. Maricone. So, needless to say, you would not be winning the spelling bee, Tony Bruno. Sons of bitches. I'm going to have to spend the rest of the day in the basement here and study up on my words so I can get one right. <laughs> we will do it again tomorrow when we revisit the Scripps Howard spelling bee words that most people can't spell right here. That's part of your educational segment today. I have to say that most of these words <laughs> I have never heard of. No one's heard of them. Ever. Ever now, I studied Latin, so um, a lot of I studied Latin too, but that was just for altar boys, so I can get the free wine and, and ah. the free hosts. 
so I can get some not some. We some need a Tony Bruno show call in spelling bee. We should have that. <laughs> I bet you most people would not be able to do these types of things. Crazy, crazy. I think it's on my favorite. Now, my favorite FG. girl, though, of the last probably ten years is that girl that couldn't sit still, and she had. I think she also had. Um, what do you call it when you when you Tourette's? I think she had Tourette's, and she used to have these weird noises that she would yell out. Oh, there've been some classic. Can you find it? It's got to be on YouTube. <clears throat> I saw a video this morning, and now it's gone. ESPN put it together. Uh, playing some of the great moments of prior spelling bees, and then they took it off when it started because they put a live shot of it because it's all going on live right now. Right. Well, this is supposedly some funny spelling bee. Right, let's get another taste before we move on. Negus. Negus. Um, what is the language of origin? Uh, Ethiopian to Amharic. I had some of that this uh, morning. What yeah. is the definition? A king. It's used as a title of the sovereign of Ethiopia. Negus. Negus. Could you use it in a sentence? The Negus ruled Ethiopia until the coup of 1974. Negus. That's really loud. Well, the photographers. Uh, could you repeat the definition? A king. It's used as a title of the sovereign of Ethiopia, Negus. Isn't he on Walking Dead? Oh, that's Negan. I'm sorry. Is he said the Negus. Andrew, did you say the word loudly for the judges? Negus. One more time. Negus. 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 All right, Andrew. Get Come on, on kid. It. You're killing me. Negus. That's easy AF. N E G U S, Negus. Look at his face. <laughs> Absolutely stunned. But he'll take it. Isn't that a hair product? Again, when in doubt, sound it out. Spell it just like it sounds, and it pays off every once in a while. When in doubt, sound it out. I like that. I'm going to use that as my motto. Oh, what's the word now? One more. Just one more. R-I-D-O-C-I-C-L-I-T. I-S. Iridocyclitis. What? Iridocyclitis. Is I had some of that, yeah. R-I-D-O-C-Y-C-L-I-T-I-S. A new girl that had that one. Oh, I know, yeah, but there's, there's a drug, there's medication yes, for it. There's me it's, it's, <laughs> what, was it, what was it called again? Iridocyclitis. He is such a happy kid. Just a good boy. Tokonoma. Good boy. Always spelled how it sounds. They're saying that these oh. are the funniest moments. This is funny? This is supposed to oh. be funny. Are you shitting me? O-M-A. Hilarious. Tokonoma. Arvind, that is correct. And since you are the only speller remaining in round 15, 
If you spell correctly this next word, oh, you is. will be declared the 2013 Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. <laughs> he says, okay. Enough applause. <laughs> Give me the word. This kid's now running Facebook, I think. Yeah, where's the kid fainting? There was a kid Canadal. fainting? Canadal. May I have the language of fortune, please? Jewish. German-derived Yiddish. May I have the definition, please? Canadal or knadal is a small mass of leavened dough cooked by boiling or steaming, as with soup, stew, or fruit, with Look which it is face. to be served. I can't say it's it. a dumpling. As all the Max hoped to find at least one more knadal in his soup bowl, but all he discovered was his missing lower denture. Knadal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, are there any alternate pronunciations? There's just canadal and knadal. Knadal. Canadal. K N A I. He looks for Clint. D E L. Canadal. Well, okay. So obviously, that was not exactly funny. But remember, there's only one thing you take from that kind of a winning word. And you know what that is, don't you, Robin? What is that? You know what he said as soon as it was all over? What did he say? You have to have my machine up for me to do oh, it. Oh, sorry. Right? Damn it, Robin, <laughs> you blew the bit. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Now here, this one last because this was a request. Here's the guy fainting. Okay. Canoodling is my favorite one. A lot of Yes. Oh, there he goes. Oh, and his hands were in his pocket. Oh. What's a cock? What? What the fuck cock that's going on around there? Wow. There he goes. Down he goes. Oh, and he's getting right a back up again. L-O-P-E-C-O-I-D. A lot of cock. That is correct. Oh, my God. He fainted. The word Who's the right? real MVP right Holy there? Gu- okay, that was worthwhile. So All right, enough. That that's enough of the okay. spelling bee. Okay. That was pretty impressive. Though, did, he did take a dive. He was like a soccer player getting barely touched and going down hard and then getting right back up and putting one in the Damn. back of the net. By the way, uh, one of the big stories of the weekend, Robin, you missed it. You know it was in town. Who? The who. The who. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's like we planned that or something. People try to put us to you know what they did? My buddy, uh, John Raiders, you know who he is, right? Raider Johnny? Yes, yes, yes. He said that they actually changed the song to be more up-to-date with the Who, who are now obviously guys in their 70s. Right, right. They changed the name of the song to Talking About My Medication. I think they changed the name of this too. Uh, <laughs> Talking About My Medication. Peter Townsend, yo. Don't try to dig what we all were they mocking people who stuttered back in the day? Who? For who? For what? Now, I know Billy Joel killed it on Friday night at Citizens yes. Bank Park. And then uh, the who were there Saturday night. I want to hear from people who were there. 
under like 70. Are the Who's still selling out? Why don't you fade away? Well, we have breaking news on the sports network in Canada, eh? The Edmonton Oil Kings have a new coach, Robin. We saw the white smoke rising over Alberta this morning. Dave Tippett is the new coach of your Edmonton Oilers, breaking from the TSN. You remember Dave Tippett? I do not. If you tip it, you buy it. I think that was a sign in uh, one of the stores he used to work in. Dave Tippett, former, he played, he coached. You know, in the NHL, the coaches all just basically, the, NH, the NBA does it too, but the, N, the NHL more than any other league. They just always recycle guys. Three, four, you know. He was, wasn't he the head coach of the Phoenix Coyotes at one point, Dave Tippett? I remember when he played in the league, Dave Tippett. He was the Coyotes, or Coyotes as they say, head coach from 09 to 17. And so now he's back in the league. I remember him playing in the WHA back in the 70s, Robin. You know that? I do not remember He's that. a moon-summon uh, Saskatchewan boy, Dave Tippett. Tippett. Don't, don't tip it. Don't tip it if... You know, he was with, in the NHL, he was with uh, the Dallas, the Dallas Stars... 02 to 09, and then he went to Phoenix, and he was there a long time. He was there from 2010 to 2017, and then before that, he was in the uh, WHA as a player, Dave Tippett. I believe he played for the Edmonton Oilers when they were in the WHA before they were absorbed. Trevor from the 203 said he was the last head coach that brought the Dallas starts to the WCF. Yeah, the the Western Conference Finals. And then he's, and then, um, not the the WWF. Chef says he thinks he took over for Gretzky. In Edmonton? No, Dave Tippett played, okay. obviously. He was a play- great player back in the day. And then he became a coach, and he was a player and coach in the WHA, and then he was a uh, he was a WHA coach, too. Let's see. Was he coached the, the, did he coach the Birmingham Bulls? Because I was down there when uh, he was playing with the Bulls in the old WHA back in the 70s. Let's see. A lot of guys who were in the NHL played it, uh, were coaches. Jacques Demare, of course, Indiana Pacers. Cincinnati Stingers, Bill Deneen, uh, Bill Goldsworthy, Bep Gwidelin, who coached in the NHL and WHA. Let's see who else. I'm telling you, Dave Tippett played and coached in that league. But that's, we're talking 70s now. I'm looking up Dave Tippett now, so pardon me while I whip this out. Glenn Sonmore, of course, was a coach in the WHA. He coached in Birmingham. I know that with the Birmingham Bulls for a couple of years. That's where they had uh, the big. They had the big, uh, the big M. Frank Mahovlich from the Montreal Canadiens go down there and play at the end of his career. They had the great goalie John Garrett, who gave up Gordy Howe's one thousandth one thousandth point. I was there that night. I have Gordy Howe signing that picture of him scoring the one thousandth goal. Dude, on John Garrett, Chooch we used to call him, John Garrett the goalie, and then he played in the NHL for a bunch of years. So this is, I'm spitting some good NHL knowledge. I'm not looking the, uh, the knowledge up about Gordie Howe because I was there in Birmingham when Gordie scored that goal. And then, of course, you had the, the Howe brothers, Mark, Marty, playing with their dad, Gordie Howe, mm-hmm. centering Mark and Marty. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff back in the day, Robin. That's when hockey was hockey. And men were men. 
and sheep were afraid. Glenn Slats Sather was down there. Who else? Harry Neal, former Boston Bruin coach. This is good stuff right here. You're not getting this kind of hockey breakdown segment anywhere, Robin. Nowhere else. <laughs> Nowhere else. And, Nobody and has... Some people are saying thank you for that. I mentioned Jacques Demare. Jean-Guy Gendron. So there you have it. There's your hockey uh, WHA NHL scoreboard on the new coach, Dave Tippett, from your. He played for the Hartford Whaler, the Capitals, the Penguins, and the Philadelphia Flyer. And he coached the Coyotes when they were good. Remember, he had a long run with Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Robin even paid attention to the Coyotes when she lived out there. I did. Back when they played in the, uh, what would they call that building? It had its name changed about 50 times. Jobbing.com. But before it was Jobbing.com, it was something else. It was the... And now it's like Gila River, Gila Bend Casino. I forget what it was called. Jo- it was jobbing.com, but they changed it again. They, they, they but changed before, that. The it was Glen- Glendale. It, it wasn't was, called the Glendale It Arena. was never called the Glendale No, it Arena. had an actual yeah. sponsorship name the first year it opened. Prior to jobbing getting it, exactly. it had something else. And then, now, jobbers, they're the guys in the World Wrestling Federation. But what's are, interesting to note, one of, the, one of the things that was sad for the hockey fandom growing in Phoenix was that when Gretzky came in, Things were just starting to heat up. People were excited about hockey, and then they had the strike. Exactly. And when the strike happened, the momentum was lost, unfortunately. Plus, they play way the hell out there in Glendale. It's it's weird, because Arizona's got the football stadium out in Glendale, and they got the hockey arena right next door out there in Glendale Glitters, as I call it, which is the big Christmas thing. You mean the football stadium? The football stadium and the hockey hockey arena. arena. Then the basketball team and the baseball team play downtown in Phoenix. Right. And it's a weird setup because it's like 25 miles apart. So it's not like, not like here where we have the sports complex and everybody plays in the same complex. Glendale, and that's why when the Super Bowl's in Phoenix. So originally it was the Glendale Arena. Then it became Jobbing.com Arena. And then it became Gila River Arena. Okay. I thought it had another name in between. I guess so. I guess not. I'm looking up on Wiki and that's what yes, they're saying. Yes, so Glendale was the first. I know it was out there in Glendale. Not Preparation H Arena, no. Not Geritol Arena. Not everybody in Arizona, by the way, is senior citizen. Just it, most of the people. But it helps. But it helps. Especially, <laughs> especially in that area because Glendale... Talking Dan- Stick. Was it called, wasn't it Talking Stick? I don't... No, that's the golf course out yeah, there, which is a great golf course. I think that, um, that one of the things right around Glendale is that it's very close to Sun City, and Sun City is all 55 plus. Exactly. That's where I go out to score now. You know, 55 is not well, that Well, you bad. know, we did, we did a story on End of the Night about uh, the... The prolific issue that they were having there, and I've been to this park, so it was really weird thinking about it. There is a big center park with a fountain in in Sun Sun City. Yes, and um, they it's like a huge swingers community, like old yes. people swinging out there. So they were actually in this park. They had to close it down because they were having a huge problem with STDs. Yes, being old people, old... Pr- unprotected sex with old people, wrinkly <laughs> old bastards. In Arizona, in this area, and who's you like, got to wrap that rascal? I, even if you're over fifty-five, I know, right, people? It all, What's the matter the, with you? The, the problem that they you're were giving my generation a bad name. The, the problem that they were having is that all of these people fifty-five plus were like, "Well, I can't get pregnant anyway. Why do I need to use any kind of protection?" And so, the the headline of the story I remember is, "All right, kids, you need to have a talk with Grandma and Grandpa." <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are out there having safe sex, and the grandparents are out there banging anything that moves in the desert. 
Calm the desert. Calm the desert. We ain't found shit but STDs out here. Well, and in this in this park, there's all these lovely benches that are right next to the water. And I guess this particular park was a place for swingers to go at night, and they would uh, they would swap partners on these benches. I'm trying to envision that. Is that on porn tube? Do they have any of those videos? And I sat I on those s- benches. Uh, so Dave Tippett. Again, people are looking it up faster than I can, but I'm giving it to you from the top of my head. Now, he did not play in the WHA. He did play for the Hartford, Hartford Whaler back in the day when they used to play the Brass Bonanza, which they still do as a minor league team up in Hartford, as you well know. But he played for the Whalers for a long time, from 83 all the way through uh, 1990. Then he went to the Washington Capitals for a couple of years. Then the Penguins for a year, and then the Flyers for a season. So uh, seven years in Hartford, two years in Washington, one in Pittsburgh, one in Philly, and uh, 93 goals. Obviously wasn't a big-time goal scorer. He was a left winger, eh? From hey. North Dakota. Uh, he, he was in, uh, but he's from Saskatchewan, but he, uh, he, uh, he played in, in North Dakota, eh? So mm-hmm. Dave Tippett's a new coach with the Edmonton Oilers. And, of course, uh, he was a coach a long time and a couple of teams, most notably. Now, of course, the, ba- the basketball arena in downtown Phoenix, which uh-huh. has been there forever, right. is now, uh, I think that's now Talking Stick Arena, right? Because it used to yeah. be American West. It went American West of, Arena. It was American West. But the baseball used to be the Bob, which yeah, I love. It was Bank One Ballpark. Which the Bob. I, it was the best name other uh, than the well, FU Center. It happens with all these banks. They get bought out and then they change the names. So the Bob is now what? Chase Field, I think. Yeah. That's Chase Field. Talking Stick is now the Sun's home, which used to be U.S. Airways Center, then America West Arena, and then America Airlines Arena. Is it just me? Or is it really, um, what's the word, Benaut? Uh, U.S. Airways, America Rest, Talking Stick. But I think American Airlines. I need, I need a fan, Tony. Yeah, it's hot down here. It's, it's not hot. It's... Um, uh, what's Stick. the word? It's humid. Humid, but benaut. Uh, Steamy. S- s- suffocating. No, what's the word? Benaut. It's a Dutch word that I never. No, but there's a lot of American Airlines, <sighs> a lot of buildings named American Airlines now. There's the American Airlines Center. There's the American Airlines Arena. Chase Field is the baseball stadium that used to be the Bob in Arizona. There's a bunch of Chase Centers. Banks are pretty much slapping their names on anything that will take money. You stuffy, knew, stuffy. Yeah, it's it's uh, stuffy. But now there's no there's no breeze in here. We need a summer breeze. We need we need a fan. Luigi's got the damn. It's muggy, is what it is. Muggy. Schwitzing in here. I am. I'm schwitzing. Let's get back to the who a little bit when I go find a fan. Talking about my medication. Do they still bust around? I wonder if somebody who went to the Who concert the other night here in Philly and saw them and whether they, they still... Because, you know, those guys look pretty good. Pete Townsend still looks good. He doesn't look like, like decrepit. like the No, stone. yeah, Some he looked guys. pretty good. He still has his, ha- his curly hair, too. I've never cared for the Who, though. I've never been a big Who. Yeah, they were good. I just I was just never a big Who fan. 
What about Harambe, Robin? How do you feel three years after the fact? I'm still sad. I'm sad, too. I, I don't think that they should have put him down. He didn't do anything wrong. They, they kind of did it a little bit too fast. It wasn't like he was known for this kind of violence or anything. And even even what he did, he... It, it was, was in his house. Exactly. You go into his house, you should get your behind I know. I, I, I forget now exactly what the reasoning was behind him being um, put down, but it was... It because was, they have to once somebody is attacked. No, they don't. No, but that's what they said they have to mm, do. Which was bullshit. It was total bullshit. Exactly. Um, yeah, M. Lewis 5150 says, I'm with Robin. The Who is overrated. I agree. I'm not, I, I like them, but I, I didn't, I've never been to a Who concert. I would never want to. Why, would, why spend the money because on it? Because people like the Who. That's why there's, that's why there's concerts every, every night in the summer. <clears throat> Thoroughbred 1004, are you guys experiencing swamp ass yet? No, it has not gotten that low. It's just like from the waist up, I'm feeling like a little moisture over my lip. And I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm schwitzing. It is. It's, underarm. It's, it's, it, there's no breeze. And it's, it's, a, it's a little thick to breathe in. Don't we have an, a, a fan down here? No. Lily's even getting up. We have the cat. Lily's always in the proper position as we get to the broadcast every she day. She loves being part of the show. Yes, yeah, she does. She chills the entire three. We're like the chill channel on Sirius XM back in the day. Yeah, I don't know if people can see, but she's, she's right there at the end. She's in the broadcast position, too, where Trevor from the 203 yeah. was sitting yesterday. And, and by the way, the only reason that Lily got pissy yesterday, because she was fine when Trevor was here, but then when Luigi came, Luigi was loud, and, and he exactly. was, like, trying to touch her, and he doesn't touch her correctly, and uh, she got pissy. You know what happens pissy. when you don't touch a woman correctly. Exactly right. You she got a little She got a little uh, pissy about... I won't say that. <laughs> 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 and anyway... Trevor got a little bit of the backlash. It's funny to me, too. It is. Meantime, we we'll have a, a Stadium Azteca update for all of you who like to travel. As you know, Stadium Azteca down there in Mexico City, yes. Robin. They had the big problem last year with that football game that they tried to play, and then it was the Kansas City Chiefs and the oh, Rams. Oh, there was rain, right? Remember, November, it wasn't rain. They had, like, concerts and stuff on that same field, oh, and then, the, the, and then yeah. the field was unplayable. Yeah. And then it rained a lot, obviously. And then they, they it was the, compounded. No doubt just... about. It. So they had to basically not cancel the game, but move it to the United States out of the Stadium Azteca, right. where they right. always play a game every year in Mexico. The NFL does that. They play in London. They play in Mexico. And so now we have breaking news from the high-speed sod god, the great George Toma, who I don't believe is the sod god anymore, but we used to call him the god of sod. George Toma was the guy that the NFL would hire. I think he was the Kansas City. To go City, around and check it all? But he worked for Kansas City. He, so he would do the fields in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. The football field at, uh, at their stadium uh -huh, and also uh -huh. at Royal Stadium, the baseball stadium, because they're right next door to do each other. What do you do when you go check it out? But he, back in the day, everything was natural grass or bad rugs. Right. But he did all the natural grass fields. Okay. And so he was so good at growing real grass. I don't mean the kind of wacky tobacco, although, although he, he probably, probably should would, be. Yeah. yeah. But he would then the NFL would hire him to go to the Super Bowl sites and make sure the field there was perfect. He had the right mixes of grasses. I mean, he was the the Marquis de Sade. So he. I would, mean, this guy was <laughs> the god of sod. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, so he would go and and plant it and do it, not yeah, just check up. He'd on have it. A, obviously he okay. would go by uh, by himself and then go down and like get a little pair of scissors and trim the grass. He wouldn't bring in the guy from Game of Thrones to come out and say, feed your lawn, feed it. 
Isn't that the guy from Game of Thrones that I they were so. using the on those commercials? Dude, yeah. Yeah, that dude. But the, so George Toma, you look him up. He was the sod god, and they used to bring him out to the NFL. Toma. But even I think baseball. It's not used a him too. Toma. So he was the local field guy in Kansas City, and then he became the national guy. I don't even know if he's still alive, or if he's still what doing was the these. First name? George Toma, T O M A. Legendary, legendary grass guy. By the way, uh, we had somebody who went to the Who concert uh, the other night. I think Bully uh, Bully seventy seven Mustang. Went there when he they were in... Uh... He is 90 years old. He is still alive. Wow, he's still active? Uh, let's see if he's still active, but he is still alive. Give me a little of his bio just to prove to people that I'm not just bullshitting when it comes <clears throat> to grass knowledge. That is George good. Toma, born February 2nd, 1929, is an American groundskeeper who specializes in working on sports facilities. Toma has maintained the fields at numerous stadiums used by Major League Baseball and National Football League teams. Yep. For much of his career, Toma was the head groundskeeper for the Truman Sports Complex in Kansas City, Missouri, which included the Kansas City Royals, Kaufman Stadium, and the Kansas City Chiefs Arrowhead Stadium. Is that not phenomenal knowledge? God, Tony. We're talking 70s now. We're not talking you, about last year. You have just, you're prolific. I used to interview George Toma. He was like the big star of the Super Bowl every in, year because he'd come in and get the field in shape. Yep. Uh, he was also contracted by the NFL to prepare the field for every Super Bowl. In addition, Toma was called upon to supervise the ground crews during the 1984 and 1996 Olympic Games and the 1994 World Cup. He was like the guy that they would bring in to put out the oil well fires. Remember that guy? There was one guy that everybody yes, would hire him. For Forget his name now. I think, didn't they make a movie about it? Yeah, him? he would go out and cap all the oil wells fires. And that was his specialty. Now we got to look his name up. Somebody will come up with that really quickly. No, George Toma was not a cop show. And not Toma, the, the films. You know the Toma films? Uh, T-H-O-M-A. They were like all these weird uh, mutation films. Are you talking about films. Red Adair? Red Adair, yes. Not Fred Astaire. Red Adair. Red Adair. Now, he's the guy that used to cap oil wells. I used to cap people in the neighborhood here you know, when he we had some trouble. He died at the age of 89 in 2004. Um, but he was the person. Yeah. He was an American he was oil the go-to oil guy. Yep. Whenever there was oil problems, George Toma used to live down the street from me. Man, that dude's yard was on fleek. <laughs> the, the 1968 John Wayne movie Hellfighters was loosely based on... On Red Adair. Red Adair. Exactly right, man. Voila, there you go. That's when gingers were cool back then, when Red Adair would go out there and put out the damn fires. Do you think he was a ginger? They should have brought him in. There's uh, only black and white pictures. They should have brought him in the Game of Thrones when that whole town was being burned up and blown up and shit. They probably would have, except he's dead. <laughs> oh, anyway, so, so George, so get back to the story why I brought up George Toma to begin with, is that that stadium Azteca in Mexico City is mm-hmm. a soccer stadium for right, the right, most right. part, and then every year they get it ready for football. But because of the fiasco last year, they were using a combination hybrid field which was synthetic and natural grass where they would grow them together so they put the synthetic stuff down and then try to grow grass in it i did not know but you it could didn't do that. yeah they do that in some places and in most soccer fields they do that but now because that thing sucked and because when they had concerts on it like a yeah. day before they were trying to play football not a good idea they're going back to natural shit natural turf and so they're going to play another game in the nfl this year Interesting. On their new field. 
November 18th is this year's game down at Stadium Azteca in Mexico City. The Kansas City Chiefs again, but this time against the L.A. Chargers, and they're hoping the field will be ready for that. We shall see. Fix. I mean, it's Mexico. You should be able to grow grass. The weather's nice all year round. It's not like it gets cold here. But they do have, like, monsoon-type seasons. Yeah, I know. But, they, but they're able to take care of that because they play soccer and on you know, it all year round. If they have concerts, all those women wear high-heeled shoes. Yeah, I think they had uh, Shakira, and those hips were going all over the place, and they screwed up the entire damn field. <laughs> but all those women in their high-heeled clickety-clackety shoes are putting holes in the turf. Red Adair, not Amira Adara, the porn star. That is correct, Bob from Valley Forge. People are Speaking of porn, uh, you know, because we never talk about that here. Um, when you go onto eBay, mm-hmm. that would be a place that you would not expect to see racy photographs. Correct. Unless it's something that you're actually searching, searching for, like a certain porn star title. But a woman recently uh, went shopping online for a towel rack. Is Tony. this an update? Yeah, kind of. She went uh, shopping recently for a towel rack. But she got a big shock when what happened? Elect- she, she was got an reading electric through, towel rack. She was reading through reviews for a, spe- for, a specific. She was reading for what? Reviews, <laughs> reviews for a bamboo bath towel holder. Oh man, I love now, bamboo. I'm going to show you what the actual bamboo towel holder looks like, so you know exactly what it looked she like was looking for. Like one of those for. switches that you used to use to beat your kids back in the day when it was no, cool. No, 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 no. This is actually really nice. You know, it's a nice towel holder. Like if you're, you, it's it's a nice towel rack. You can uh, put several different towels on there. It's also nice for next to the pool area if you have a pool and you want to dry out your towels. It's it's a nice standing towel rack. I'm usually looking for racks on different sites. Uh, yes, other than so eBay. so there you are. So so when you are looking, oh, for it's ta- a standing rack. Yeah, it's a yeah. standing rack. And it looks like the old school bamboo, because there's a lot of different bamboo. Yes. But this is the old school thick stuff that you used to see in the jungles Correct. back when I was uh, go- going through the uh, the jungles back in the day. Now, Not with Jim Rome in that jungle, though, although I've hung with Romy many times, as you know. Now, you know that on Amazon and on eBay, when it is a company that is selling something, you can leave reviews of said item underneath so all of it. So it says bamboo ta- bath towel holder, freestanding towel holder with three towel rails and a large shelf for drying hand towels, bath towels, and garments. Yeah, so that part's not really that important, Tony. The, the What is important to note here, however, is that the woman noticed a reviewer had left, a, a male had left a review. Was it a good review? And um, we're blurring out the photograph here, Tony Bruno, but I'm going to scroll up so that you can see. Here's the, here's the towel rack you see, and behind it is a mirror, and he is in his bed, and he's taking a photograph, and then he posted his review. But if you kind of look over by where he is... Oh, yeah, so he's sitting down on a bed. He's got the rack in front of it. There's a mirror that's... uh, He's actually in front of the mirror, but it's the picture is is him in the mirror behind it, and he's got his his pajamas up and his uh, genitalia sitting out there. Now... Let me tell you what happens right here. They blurred it out, though. Well, they blurred it out, yeah. yes, because, you know, we're, we're and, and we don't want to be showing that either because Twitch would not be happy with us. But this is what happened. This is another form of exhibitionism. A lot of people now are doing this kind of thing where... Posting pictures posting of themselves, pictures, hoping that somebody's going to go yes. in looking for a towel rack and it's going to be a and woman who get, says, oh, that dude's hung really well. They get off on, it's not, you know, not a play on words, for real, on posting photographs like this. Of their own junk on... Uh, yeah, it's just another way of, of penis shots. 
This is don't this, you aren't you just supposed to text those to people or send them to women on Twitter? But this is this is voyeur this not voyeurism. Uh, this is uh, the opposite of voyeurism. This is exhibitionism. This is how people are getting off nowadays. They're posting reviews on sites like Amazon and eBay and others with these just little tiny hints, so most people don't get it. But other people will, and they're like, oh, my goodness, look at what I saw, as if it was something done by accident. I can guarantee no, you he, yeah, this was not it. an accident. It's ridiculous. Man. Nice Bob from Valley Fort. Nice wood. I mean, the towel rack. <laughs> can I just say, men, women do not want pictures of your junk, period. But no, but guys send pictures to women of their junk. And we don't want them then either. I know, but why? And this guy's putting a review of a towel rack on eBay. And he's like trying to slip in a little uh, yep. little sausage in there. Exactly right. Excuse me while I. Excuse me while I. I don't understand. Why do men not understand? Men like the visual. So yes, men like receiving photographs of women's boobs and other stuff. Boobs are different. I don't want to see. I don't want to see men's. Uh, lower parts. I don't want to see women. But women uh, don't. Women don't care about that. Yeah, women like, post pic- pictures of that of themselves too. Of themselves because they know men like it. But the fact that men can't get it through their brain that we don't really care. We don't care what your junk looks like. It's what you can do with it that we care. <laughs> what we care about. But we don't care what it looks like. I care what it looks like. Well, then you can continue caring what it looks <laughs> like. But I don't. You don't care what mine looks like. Not really. Right. I'm sorry. I care what you do with it. I don't know how to respond to that, Robin. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a doing, not of a saying. It's like Home Depot. Yes. <laughs> exactly like Home Depot. More caring, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Thank you. <laughs> Men are like Home Depot. We like more power. We what like about it. when a guy wears like a trench coat to a movie theater and then opens it up? It's it's such a guy thing. You will never see a woman do yes, that. Yes, they do. Women wear trench coats and go into like uh, adult bookstores and go in there and but then they're flash not the guys. Ones, they're and, not the ones getting off on it. They just know that it's, it's they're getting off on the guy getting off. There's a difference. Man. It's ridiculous. By the way, uh, some some uh, back to the coup for just a second. Not to the hoo-hoo or the hee-hee <laughs> or the pee-pee or the wee-wee. Bully Mustang has been to several Who concerts, so he's okay. got some what people do now at Who concerts that they didn't, didn't, didn't do back in the 70s and 60s gotcha. and 70s. For example now, and this is, again, from reliable sources who have been to Who concerts. He says, instead of passing out pot, they pass out Metamucil around the, to the neighbors, and they, get a, they just take a hit off the Metamucil bottle. Well, then that would be perfect. you got to do it quickly, though, because it coagulates soon, because I'm doing Metamucil, and mm-hmm. if I don't do it for two days, I'm telling you, it's amazing. So Metamucil is served instead of pot or beer. Also, they have ambulances instead of Uber rides after the concerts. You get it, Robin? But on palm. Where's the other one? He's got a bunch of them. The grass... No, that's not it. This is a different one. And there are plenty orthotics, not heels, worn at the Who concert. <laughs> you don't see women with, no. with the long, like, spike seven-inch spike heels no. out there. Yeah, grandma, grandma doesn't really care about her ass looking good anymore. Well, some do. Sure they do. I are you scared. kidding me? Have that's you seen right. the 50 and 60-something women out there, there that's true. wearing those gigantic are, spike heels? But are they the ones going to the Who concerts? They're going to all concerts. They're going to the Who Who shows. Did you hear about the dead guy at the Dave Matthews concert in St. Louis? No. 
pretty much the entire audience is dead. Let me see. Brain dead and, and pot. So somebody died? Uh, How would anybody yeah. know? Everybody's like so tranced out. And he doesn't even play trance music. I went to a Dave Matthews show with my son once up in yeah. Connecticut when I was working at ESPN. My son, Chris, my middle son, he's a big Dave Matthews. I, I, I don't know if he still is, but he would want to go to all the concerts because that's one of the things. Fish, Dave Matthews, Springsteen. There are people that just decide they have to go to every single show in every city, and that's fine. Do whatever you want. But I went to a Dave Matthews show once with him because he wasn't even old enough to drive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I drove him up there, and I drove him to the concert, and I sat there up on the grass in Connecticut. Not but the grass that I sat on, not the grass that was pretty much... Although you might as well have yeah, been. Yeah, seriously. There, there was, it was like Hiroshima, except without the radiation. That's how big the cloud of weed smoke was. You want to talk about getting a free high? You don't have to buy beer or anything. You just go to a Dave Matthews show and just sit there, and you will be high, higher than a kite. Now here, here is the uh, here's the a Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews update. I'm glad we're doing summer concert updates yes. as well, Rob. So a man's death after myster- mysterious injury at Dave Matthews Band concert has Maryland Heights police puzzled. So here's a photograph of Jason Smith and his wife Darcy. At the concert on May 15th... We have a picture of them? At the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, moments before the 44-year-old Jason suffered a fatal head wound at the concert. So this is them enjoying their concert. I'm going to scroll down so that I can read this. So he's 44 years old. He's 44 years old. And they take a self or have somebody take a picture of them at the concert. So scroll up so I can read it. Well, that's what I'm reading. So seven minutes, they say. Seven minutes, and that is how long he and his wife were apart at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater um, after a Dave Matthews concert last week before he was found mysteriously mysteriously wounded. wounded. Um, Jason Smith, 44, went in search of a souvenir T-shirt for his wife um, which Darcy had misplaced at the concert venue. When he didn't return, she called him at about 11.10, and a paramedic answered his phone. She rushed to the husband's side and found him unconscious and bleeding from his ear. He died the very next day, and they are now hoping that witnesses who may have seen how Jason Smith was injured will contact them. They, uh, the investigators are searching for a good Samaritan. They say alerted a security guard to Smith's limp body lying in concrete pathway between the lawn and the seats. Wow. He, that is insane. Yeah. So the, it wasn't like the, the, they don't know how he was hurt. They have no idea. And then the guy dies the next day in the hospital? Yeah, so he, they, um, the, the good Samaritan informed security personnel that he was in the medical field and that he knows this man is seriously injured, and if he doesn't get help soon, he's going to die. Um, but they don't know if it was foul play. They don't know. They're keeping all their options open. Um, but wow, how crazy is that? Yeah, because we've seen accidental deaths, you know, people right. over drink and they get sick or they choke. Well, or They say that they they know that they've determined that he suffered a blunt force injury to the back of his head that wow. fractured his skull and cut his lip. So Dave Matthews fans are not only stoners, but they're violent? I don't know. You whack a guy overhead at a Dave Matthews concert. That's ridiculous. That is crazy. They're, 
Jason's not the kind of guy that would fight someone over a T-shirt, but that is certainly a possibility that they're wondering that if he saw somebody with his wife, the T-shirt that his wife had, and maybe that was the reason why, but there was no she- shirt near him when he was found. Um, but wow. All of this for a damn T-shirt. And he has twin boys. Wow. Sad. That's why you got to stay away from those kind of shows. You got to stay away from I, I haven't been to Dave Matthews show in 20-something years. And I highly recommend you stay away from that. You got people smoking wacky tobacco, all kinds of strains that make them crazy. They become zombies. And then all of a sudden, something goes terribly, terribly wrong over a damn Dave Matthews t-shirt. Very, very sad. It's ridiculous, man. I don't even like Dave Matthews. I like, like one or two of his songs. I don't know how anybody can sit through a two-hour Dave Matthews show without being stoned. Seriously. Serious. Oh, I have to. Oh, here's the. I actually. Well, we, we got a video. birthday shout out. Let me get a birthday shout out here to Chrissy, our good friend Chrissy. It's her uh-huh. birthday today. You know who Chrissy is. You met her. Yes. Chrissy on Twitter. Blonde. She lives in the country. Are you on Twitter right now? Yes. Well, oh, I'm getting all kinds of balloons flying up there. Why? Oh, it's because it's on her birthday. It's her birthday. Page. I have. Does the Twitter clip- do that on your birthday? They put balloons in there. Yes, I have a. I have the clip of the Ohio um, uh, weatherman snapping at the. Oh, viewers. let's go to this. Yeah, because this is this is legit. I want to give this guy my Tony Bruno Gold Star Award of the day because people criticize forecasters, meteorologists all the time. You know, they predict rain and it doesn't rain. They predict it's going to be sunny and it rains, and it's a hard business. As much technology as we have, and satellites, and you know, storm trackers, and all the other stuff, and. Uh, High-speed high radar. But yesterday, in Dayton, Ohio, last night, I see this come up on, a, on, my, on my phone about Dayton, Ohio area facing tornadoes. And there's been a lot of tornadoes. And, and in parts of the country, like Oklahoma, they unfortunately are used to tornadoes. Right. It's the tornado season. We've had a lot of thunderstorms. But here, not so much. It's unusual. No, not in Dayton, Ohio. So last night in Dayton, Ohio, there were tornado warnings, and there were actually tornadoes touching down. And so what happened is... The weatherman on the ABC station did what he's supposed to do, which is his job, is they broke into regularly scheduled ABC network programming at the time, which was The Bachelor. And then this guy goes off. Let's go to the tape. You have his name. I want to make sure we give him credit Um, for this. Weatherman Jamie Foxx 45 now. I don't know what his last name is. Jamie Foxx? No, He's it's, a weatherman it's Fox now? 45. Oh, I thought so it was the Jamie. ABC station. So it's Jamie at Fox 45 okay. in Dayton, Ohio. Snapped. Isn't The Bachelor on, on uh, ABC? Um, well, I'm assuming that when it's an, an emergency situation like this, that whoever has the story, they just cut in everywhere, okay. right? Because don't they oftentimes use one know. single I, weather it, person? It depends. No, most stations have their own weather person. Like here in Philly, there's like five different stations, and they all have their meteorologists. So when I heard that it was during The Bachelor. The Bachelor's on ABC. This guy works at a Fox station. So anyway, let's play the tape. This is Jamie on Fox 45 in Dayton, Ohio. Correct. Doing the right thing and ripping the morons, complaining about him breaking in with important weather information. That is correct. Let's go to the tape. Well, this heavy rain is between you and the tornado. That's why this is a dangerous situation tonight. It's dark. It's also rainy. Uh, I was just checking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? 
It's nice, right? Think about this this was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe, and that is what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop. Okay, just stop right now. It's not. I'm, I'm done with you people. I really am. This is pathetic. Sit, dangerous situation here. All right, I'm sorry I did that. I'm just, it just really bothers me that we have people that don't care about other people's safety around here. That's just ridiculous. New tornado warning here. Oh, that's the same one we had uh, that's headed towards central and southern Mercer County. That's till now. All of this heavy rain is between you. That's, right, that's it. Let me give him a roaring round of applause. Definitely roaring. I get Swedish chef. A tornado is coming. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Exactly. Can you imagine being that pathetically uh, shallow? He does. He deserves where a medal. You're going to go out and criticize a local station doing tornadoes, which are killing people all over the country. Those people should be, they should find these people, track their phones, and go to their homes and put them in a loony bin. Or at least- Have these people institutionalized. Anybody who would do that, and it goes back to the beginning of the show when I was criticizing. And I, I, hate to, I hate to make this about one gender. Well, it could be about 45 different genders now, at least. Any gender, no matter what gender you are, if you're calling a television station to complain about The Bachelor being temporarily postponed... They should be put in the path of the tornado next time. Exactly. They should be yes. dropped out. They, they should, should be airlifted right into the middle of the eye. They should know what it feels like. That's a hurricane. Tornadoes are, don't have an eye. They just quickly develop... And don't they scared. have tornadoes? Don't have an eye? They have an eye, but they're not like a hurricane. It's massive. A tornado. Yeah, it's it's it's, but it's still there's still an eye. But not like you can see from satellites because they form quickly. Yeah. Tornadoes form quickly. Right. And you don't know. You know the conditions are right for a tornado. The difference between a hurricane and a tornado you is you see it coming. You see it coming right. from the ocean. It's building up pressure, high pressure, and you can see the eye spinning and which direction it's spinning. A tornado. The conditions, and I've been in tornado warnings living in Alabama. I saw a neighborhood not far from where I lived destroyed by a tornado in 1977. Now, even though it was a couple of miles away, when I drove over there when it was all clear, it was devastation. And it's just one small area that gets devastated. It is amazing how much damage a tornado can do in such a very, very short time. I have not experienced a tornado. However, I have lived through many hurricanes and uh, the tropical versions of hurricanes, which are... Um, Monsoons mon- and typhoons. Typhoons. Yes. No, not I mon- mean, these, these are dangerous, dangerous storms. I remember watching as a kid in the Philippines, watching roofs fly by. Yeah. You know what they should do to these people? We're getting a lot of good uh, recommendations. First of all, if you admit that you're a Bachelor fan... First of all, you should be highly ridiculed, if, especially if you're a woman. If you're a woman and you sit down and watch this show and then you play sexist, bullshit, misogynistic, you can't You can't watch The Bachelorette and be part of the Me Too movement. No, or The Bachelor. You can't. No, it's Bachelor and Bachelor. Yeah. The Bachelorette is just one Bhutan who then takes on 15 guys, which I'd rather see on Pornhub if I'm going to watch that. But then The Bachelor is one Stunad who bangs like 12 or 15 Bhutans. So there are always Bhutans involved and bimbos. The men are the bimbos because they're the airheads because they're a good-looking guy. All these chicks think, oh, my God, he's the only good-looking guy on earth, and look, he's got abs. And then they sit around and play with themselves watching this jerk-off on TV take advantage of moronic Bhutan women who have no self-respect and are just going to go there and make out in hot tubs 
and play stink finger with this loser guy to be on TV. That's, that's worse than doing porn as far as that. At least porn stars have dignity. At least porn stars understand it's a job. That's what they do as a profession. Going on The Bachelor, what job is that? You're just making yourself look like a shallow, pathetic Bhutan. Look up the word Bhutan. That's what you are. All of you people who go on The Can Bachelor. please use that in a sentence? Yes. You're a no good, dirty, lousy Bhutan. B U. T-A, I believe there's an N at it. B-U-T-A-N-A. It's, it's Bhutan. In Spanish, it's Puta. P-U-T-A. Or P-U-D-A, depending on which neighborhood you're from. The Bachelorette is a Puta. The Bachelorette, the Bachelor Bhutans are Putas. You understand now, Robin? So you can be a Bhutan or a Bhutana. Exactly. Or a Puta. Puta. Puta is Puta just one. Spanish for Bhutan or whore. No, I... Th- yes. Oh. Look it up, Robin. I thought it was for um, vagina. No. Puta? That's not vagina. That means you're a whore. Oh, okay. I'm looking for some, um, some of my Spanish-speaking uh, friends out there to help me with this. Maricol is something else, which is but did you know that? Did you know that Bhutan is also a word it's in... It's a country also, isn't it? Isn't it a country in, uh, in but Africa? It's, a, it's also a Tagalog word, a Filipino word. What does it mean? Um, Bhutan means uh, whore, to put it bluntly. I don't think that that's what it means yes, in it does, Tagalog. Robin. No, 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 in Tagalog. I mean, I need to find Why it would out. it mean something else in another country? Because sounds like... I can't believe we're looking at... In, I the know, urban, seriously. in the Urban Dictionary, look up that Bhutana. Look at that Bhutana. She's all over him. Change your clothes. You look like a Bhutana. Woman of the night, prostitute, whore, skank. All right? That's even in the Urban Dictionary. I've been saying Bhutana before the Urban Dictionary was even thought of. All right? The Bhutana is a historically called island. Did you know that? I did not know that. Bhutana Arabic, historically called the island of Moro, is the region. Geological characteristics of the Bhutana are sandy and stony soils, light non-cracking clay and dark cracking clay. So there's a lot of reason, but most of it, the Bhutana, is about whores. <laughs> Bully 77 Mustang. Puta is whore like Bhutan, and I fainted trying to spell both. <laughs> <laughs> Bhutana, by the way, in, uh, and, and Kanana are two types of Zebu cattle found in the Sudan. So in the Sudan, they're actually cattle, Bhutana and Ken, uh, Kanana. Trevor from the two other Bhutan needs to be in the spelling bee, yeah. It should. It should be. Can you give me a definition? Can you give me a, put that in the form of a sentence? Yeah, your mom's a Bhutana for sticking you in the basement to learn all these stinking words which you'll never use in your adult life. Now take off the damn glasses, go out in the sunshine, and enjoy the summer, kids. Now, trending, <laughs> you know, throughout the show, sometimes we'll go on and we'll see what the trending topics are. One of the trending topics right now is that the LA Lakers GM, Rob Palinka, Yeah, I saw that. Um, was telling some kind of a story about Kobe Bryant meeting Heath Ledger at some point, and it turns out that it was completely made up. It wasn't true. Of course. I mean, that, if you tune, go into ESPN.com, all you have today, you would think that the Lakers, the, the Lakers haven't been, they didn't make the playoffs. 
They're, they're not, LeBron is still walking around producing his TV shows. Yet you turn on ESPN and all they talk about is the Lakers. The Lakers suck. Who cares about Rob Polenko or Magic Johnson? Why would you make up a story like that, though? Because he's jealous of that. Because there's a, it's a, it's the card. Somebody, the one thing I do agree. Somebody said that the the Lakers are the Kardashians of the NBA. <laughs> they are. It's just a big shit show. And I love Jeannie Buss. She's a friend. Magic Johnson's a friend. But it wasn't, and they weren't always like this, though. Do you think it's become this way in the last? It became this way when Jerry Buss died, because Jerry Buss was the owner, and he made sure that the organization, even though he had his boutonas coming into my complex when I was in Marina Del Rey, and that was my favorite Jerry Buss story of all time, Robin. When I lived in uh, Mariner's Cove, uh huh. I had an apartment there, and there was a great pool. And I'd come home from work in the afternoon, and I'd go down to the pool, get some sun, and there he was, Dr. Jerry Buss, always with a couple of lovely ladies, poolside. Poolside. They were his boutonas. Do they, do they have a nice towel rack sitting next to oh, him? Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have a rack, they ain't coming to the pool at Mariner's Village, baby. Mariner's Village, Marina Del Rey, yo. I just, awesome. so, so, do What's you think up with the lake? Do you think it's man? because they, they are so closely uh, associated in the area of Los Angeles with all the, the Hollywood crap? Oh, that, no, the it, it's because it's a dysfunctional organization. The Lakers... The only dysfunction they had when I was there in the 2000s when they had Kobe and Shaq, uh-huh. there was a lot of that drama between, oh, Kobe and Shaq don't like one another, and then, you know, Kobe can't win without Shaq. That's just normal fodder in all NBA teams when you have two superstars and, you know, you got to make up the, if, some, if they lose a couple of games, oh, there's a reason for this. Kobe and Shaq don't get along. Shaq hates Kobe. Kobe hates Shaq. And then when they did one of those stunts one, during one of the playoff games where Kobe came in on Shaq's back, running into the arena right. to make it, you know, to prove that that wasn't real. That's normal stuff because that's what people love. They love all this bullshit, this sideshow stuff. Because how much can you talk about the game? So in LA, everything's drama. Everything's about, you know, celebrity shit. But now it's beyond that because once Dr. Jerry Buss died, and then they had uh, Phil Jackson was in there, and Phil mm-hmm. Jackson kept things under control right. because he had Shaq and Kobe in the. And they ran the triangle offense, and he would roll the ball out, and the Lakers would win every year. And it was too easy. So then you have to add some drama. So when the Lakers would have an offseason, the entire region would go crazy because basically all they had was the Lakers and the Dodgers. Because nobody cared about college, college football. Yeah, the USC, UCLA, but it's not big. College, college football in L.A. is not as big as people make you think it is. There just happens to be a lot of people living in L.A. And if USC stinks or UCLA stinks... They're not filling up the Rose Bowl or the Coliseum. They don't care. There's too many other things to do. The same thing with hockey. You know, when the Kings are good, fans are going to show up. When the Kings are average, they're going to go to the beach or the mountains instead. But the Lakers situation now has become nasty because of the way Magic Johnson, first of all, the way the team quit during the year. This team had LeBron, remember? Yes. And then they, they started out okay, and then they sucked. And then LeBron was saying, get rid of this guy, get rid of him. So he became the GM, basically. And he had he basically was making the calls more so than Magic Johnson, who was the GM, or Rob Palinka, who was the assistant GM. And so there was a power struggle between those two. And then Magic, at the end of the season, when the playoffs started and the Lakers weren't involved, Magic Johnson decides to make himself the story by coming forward and saying, I'm quitting right now, long after the team quit on him and LeBron and everybody else. So that's what it was. His team quit. And you're not supposed to, when you get LeBron James as the, as the coveted free agent last season in the offseason, 
You think, oh, the Lakers are back. They got LeBron, the best player. And then they shit the bed. And then the team quits. And LeBron then quits at the end of the season because they didn't want to put him out there for no reason to harm his ego because he couldn't single-handedly help them win games with the shit cast of characters that he had around him, which, by the way, he wanted and liked and now suddenly didn't like. And then you got Magic Johnson ripping Rob Palenka on ESPN and Rob Palenka coming out. So it's a soap opera. It's basically keeping up with the Kardashians, NBA style. And so ESPN then has to obsess with it. There's so many other things going on, but it's always about LeBron and the Lakers. Even if one LeBron retire, actually, you watch it. They haven't been in the playoffs. Every game, there's always some LeBron connection. Oh, LeBron did this. What would happen if LeBron were playing right now? That's all they care about. That's all they talk about. Now, what's the problem with Dean now? What's going on there? Now, I have to say, I, really quick, I want to thank Leslie and Fort Lee um, at Mongoose Insane on Twitter. Normally, I He's wouldn't. Leslie and Fort Lee. In, in, yeah, in, normally, in I would not be going on to Twitter, but I happened to be there looking at the trending topics. And he was saying, I am listening to Tony Bruno on the internet. This is what you call great radio. I am so done listening to, and then he mentions another show that I want you to. We don't need to. Doesn't matter. You can listen to whatever you want. But no, what I'm saying is that that because um, you know why? People... Because nobody talks hockey, and that's what he likes. He likes to hear some hockey talk, and most radio stations won't talk about it because they'll use the nobody cares about hockey. Even the station that has the flyers here, they don't talk about hockey except well, for one or two people there. This is the problem with other radio stations. The reason they don't want you to talk about hockey that even if that because they have to regurgitate everything every single hour. So not only are you doing just one segment on hockey, then they they if you were actually talking about hockey, that would mean that you would have to talk about hockey every half hour or so just because you have to talk about the same stories because people listening to terrestrial radio, only listen 15 minutes at a time. So here... We well, you know why? Because hockey's not a topic that people call in to talk about normally on sports shows. And it goes back to the old... If the program director in the world of PPM meters can, who can see how many people... Like, we can see how many people are watching us right now and listening. Right. And that's what they do in radio. But they only have, like, three or four PPM meters listening to a given station. Or sometimes one or two. Right. But so if they have four people listening on a PPM meter and then one person drops out, that program director sitting in his audience watching the live stream of the PPM is goes crazy because they say, oh, my God, you were just talking about this, and one person switched the channel. And so they say, well, if you talk about hockey and one person drops out, they're, they're in a panic. But to me, you don't ignore playoffs. You don't ignore the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's all I'm saying. I don't, Not give, only that, I don't break down every regular season NHL game or every regular season NBA game. No. It's it, what's important. The Stanley Cup playoffs are on. If you don't want to watch them, don't watch them. If you don't want to, I'm not asking for people to call and comment on it. I give you the updates and play some video, you know, just some of the fun stuff. And as long as you're not like droning on and on and on and on about it, even somebody that might not be interested in hockey at the moment, wait five minutes. We'll be talking about something else. Exactly. We're not spending a whole three hour show on hockey. Exactly. We mentioned the things. Dave Tippett gets a coaching job, just like I'd mentioned any, any, any NBA baseball team firing management change. That's how it works. <laughs> <sighs> 
So, yes. And so thank you, Leslie and Fort Lee. And remind everybody, no matter where you are listening on, whether you're listening to the podcast later or whether you're listening to it live via Twitch, remember to always share the show and tell your friends and family because you are our marketing campaign. We exactly. are not, there. there isn't like a, a major corporation behind us that is helping get the word out. We need you. You. Yes. It's, it's kind of like the USA. We need to have those posters made up. We need you. Isn't that what they what the poster used to say for the yeah, military? Yeah, that was yeah, it was we yeah, Uncle it, Sam. Was it, it was, was Uncle it Sam. You? It was Uncle Sam. No, we want you. We want you. We want you, Uncle Sam. Well, now we, they wa- use we that want in. you too, but we need you um, to help us get the word out and spread the word about the fabulousness of Bruno Nation Live. I mean, we give you everything. We give you breakdowns on the summer concerts, the sex strike. We're giving you geography lessons. We're giving you spelling lessons. And We're giving you hockey talk. And every now and then you get the fabulous Tony Rants thrown exactly. in there. We're giving you spelling bee action. We're giving you baseball, football, hockey. Now, Collins 21. Hamburger those, updates today. For, Collins 21, for those of you who do not know, is our fabulous contact f- uh, through Twitch. Don Collins. He's a Canadian, yes. eh? So, and of course, he loves hockey. No, of course, he loves hockey. But he knows how this whole Twitch thing works, and he loves seeing the great numbers of viewers and followers to Bruno Nation Live. We are, it is catching on. It is a slow-growing thing because we're kind of re-educating people that would not normally um, think to ever go on Twitch because they're like, ah, that's like one of those gamer sites. But they are now realizing how fantastic it is. So it is, it's, it's a education. Exactly. We are educating people. Don says, I love it when Bruno's head's about. My head has not even been close to nearing explosion level. Not today. today. The only thing it did was, I've been more outraged, obviously the Odubel Herrera story, but since we don't have all the facts in and then we know he's been placed on administrative leave, which is part of the new baseball policy about zero tolerance for this stuff, mm-hmm. and they agreed to this last year, and it's a domestic violence plan, and they're, they're implementing it. And then he's going to go through the legal process, but in the meantime, Odubel Herrera... Arrested last night in Atlantic City, if you haven't heard the story, with his 20-year-old girlfriend inside the Golden Nugget Casino. Reports of some sort of domestic incident. Police show up. They find the 20-year-old woman, according to the police report now, visible signs. I'm quoting from the police report. Yes. Visible signs of injury to arms and neck on the young woman who's 20. His girlfriend, not somebody he just met in a bar. So it's not one of those potential... She set him up scenes that we see a lot, unfortunately, with celebrities meeting random women. Well, it women. could still be that. It could still be that, but there's I mean, no we reason have for no any. Idea. But the point is, he was arrested, released. She refused to press charges, or she receives medical attention, and now it's in the hands of law enforcement. He's going right. to have to go to court. But baseball's policies strictly say that a plenty player accused of uh, domestic violence is automatically placed on administrative leave and then goes through the process. And we already saw one incident last year. Addison Russell, shortstop for the Cubs, was uh, accused of uh, being violent with his girlfriend. And then he admitted to it. Mm-hmm. And so then he admitted to it. He did it. And he said, I'll never do it again. And they, put, they gave him a 40-game suspension. And he served it out at the beginning of this year. And now he's playing again. Yep. And Odubel Herrera will go through the same thing. The one thing that I want to make perfectly clear, which a lot of people don't understand, and I had to explain this earlier, They agreed to this. The Players Association, the union, and Major League Baseball sat down and said, we must address our domestic violence situation like the NFL refused to do it until it got into a shit show and then Roger Goodell started making up the rules as he went along. Right. They don't want to make up the rules. You can't have different rules for different players. No, exactly. That's why you sit together and sit down and negotiate 
some sort of a plan that if a player is involved or accused of domestic violence, you have a system in place, automatic administrative leave, the law, the system of law takes place, they go through the system and find out whether he was guilty, whether the woman presses charges, and all of those other things. But the one thing that they can't do, Major League Baseball, and people saying get rid of him, cut him, dump him in the ocean, the normal re- overreaction, is that they could suspend him, they could suspend him for 40 games, and if they want to release him, they have to pay a salary. Because one of the, one of the contingencies of this domestic violence policy that was agreed to by Major League Baseball and the Players Association is that they cannot, a player cannot have his salary forfeited as a result of a domestic violence conviction. Which I find interesting, but okay. They agreed to it, Robin. I know, they agreed to it. It's not your rules. I know. It's not my rules. It's their rules that they agreed to. It's like a contract. You have a contract, Mm -hmm. you break the contract, you live with the consequences. What part of that... Don't you understand, Robin? But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that most contracts have a conduct. Yes, but this is not conduct detrimental to the team. This is a separate issue. This isn't a guy accused of murder. This is is what baseball... Remember what I said, Robin. You of all the people that I know, you're smarter than this. You're smarter than this, Robin. I'm saying that, to me, this... If... If... Baseball is the only sport that actually has dealt with this in a smart way. I know. I agree. I agree with that. I'm just saying that if it if it turns out if he ends up being guilty, to me this would be conduct unbecoming that would then void the contract. But they have to pay. I him. know. I get that. Okay, that's the only. So th- understand that then. Then stop arguing it with me. I'm not. You arguing. did this earlier today. I read you the specifics of the contract, and because you don't like it. You think that they should do what you want to do? No. It's like my guy wanted to kneecap that guy who kicked that cat. Guess what? I'd be arrested if I had a Glock and I'd kneecap that guy. That's what I want to do. But that's not how the rules work, Robin. I'm not saying that they need to take my opinion and I feel that they need to change something. I'm just saying that I don't understand. To me, this is what my interpretation is. I agree, Robin. So next time they can negotiate a contract, you should should sit in the room with them. They should ask me to With your legal expertise on all these matters. Not only are you a doctor. Not only is Robin a doctor now, ladies and gentlemen, she is now a lawyer. Because we just don't have enough lawyers in the world. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm an opinionator. <laughs> well, who isn't an opinionator? <laughs> I'm an opi- and uh, I have opinions. An opinionator. <laughs> and my opinions should be heard. Robin, your opinion is as important as a wizenator right now. Now. I- I'm, not, I'm not even going crazy here. Luigi just checks and calm down. You're going to have a heart attack. No, I'm, you couldn't be more calm. In fact, I'd love to have somebody strap on. No, not a strap-on. Excuse me? My, my cuff, my uh, blood pressure cuff. My blood pressure, I guarantee you, is down in like in the 120 over 78 range right now. I know, I know how my body, it's my body, my choice. And I know my body right now, despite the, the humidity here, which resembles the Belgian Congo in the jungles of the Amazon right now, I'm cool, calm, and collected, Robin. Am I not? You've seen me angry. Am I angry? Uh, no. I'm not angry. You were elevated for a moment. And you got to elevate every once in a while. You're, you're, uh, you know, you got to get uh, some, some sort of momentum going. You got to get your body in motion. Now, I have an interesting story here. This is also <laughs> trending. And I think that this is quite, you know, this is an interesting topic. 
<laughs> Shall we go to the uh, to the news desk, Tony? Which one is this? An international or local or this regional? Is, we'll this cut is off the an American American desk. Oh, let's go. We have an American desk. Yes. I thought that was uh, against the law right now. People don't like American it's stuff. America. Mark. Mark. America. America. Robin, you can't even do America. What's the matter with you? Jesus. Do you, are you looking for some music? Is that what you're doing? I've got my uh, world news. Uh, I moved them around, though. That's the problem. But I this see. isn't really world. I don't have a regional sound. Don't you have just the, the update desk? Yeah, but you, I asked you whether it was local, national, international. It's national. It's a national update. All right, let me give you this until I can find the other day. Well, it's a national trending topic. It's a national trending. Is it Hamburger Day related? Uh, no. No, this is actually more this. So, so the New York Post wrote an article about three little words. <laughs> That'll work. And now from the ABC Newsroom, here's your correspondent. These three, Barbara Wawa. These little words are a big turn-on and hint. It's not I love you. Wait, there's three new words? Yes. And the words that your partner can say that is a huge turn-on which is not I love you is, ooh, I like that. I, I like that. that. Didn't is Kim Kardashian say that in the Ray J video? Three little words, I like that, I in like bed, that. is ranked the second most appealing way to ramp up the mood. Really? Now, yes. Oh, this is a sex update. This yes. is sort of sex strike related, isn't it? I don't. Don't lower the volume, Robin. I have it right here. Okay. Um, keep your hands on the damn computer right there and, and keep your hands away from your crotch area now, while we're doing this update. They have done extensive research. <laughs> now, the, the research that was done was done by EdenFantasies.com, so you know it's official. <laughs> EdenFantasies.com. <laughs> totally official. Formerly Nunzios, formerly Guidos. very, very scientific, apparently. But this is America's... Biggest turn-ons. Uh, we have not America's biggest turn-ons. Isn't that a show? Uh, isn't uh, Ryan Seacrest hosting that now? So the, do you know what the... Shall I go by the number one and down, or should I work yeah. my way up? Yeah, you already so, gave the number one. No, no, no. That was number two. The partner telling me I like that is number two. Okay. You know what the very number one turn-on is in the United States? Oh, yeah. I like that. This is the Cardi B... Uh, Neck, version neck kisses. Neck kisses are the number one turn on. And I'm I have to say I'm I'm gonna agree with that. Neck kisses? Neck kisses are fantastic. They Every do Every once in a while though, but I had this chick once like give me like a lick the side of my neck. Uh-huh. And it was like it wasn't gross. It just didn't do it. It wasn't a it wasn't it wasn't sexy. You know what I'm saying? Speaking I, of botanas, by the way. I like the neck kisses. Um when if your partner undresses you is number three. Wait, what's number three? If your your partner undresses you, so instead of undressing yourself, yeah. having somebody undress you. I usually need that when I get when I have the skinny jeans on and I have to lay on the bed and then Robin has to pull. Actually, though, it's the exact opposite. I know. Right, Robin, can you help me take these pants off? So she lays on the bed and you can picture that. Just picture this, and I'm like, I got to grab them by the bottom, right at the bottom of the pants. And then pull they're them up. fine getting them down to like your knee, but then from the knee down when they're really tight, you gotta. Sometimes you need a little help. Especially Thank God, I got Western oil always close close by. If you've if you've had a little bit to drink, you're like, ah, you know, it's like you, you, because you can't just like shuffle them off with your other foot when you like step on one. I usually just like rip my clothes off. Um, 
nibbling my ear. That's one that they're saying is a big turn on, which is pretty much by the neck. So that's kind of hand in hand. Bob from Valley Forge. Where is empty the damn dishwasher on that list? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I did that this morning and I usually yell to Robin. Did you empty the damn dishwasher? Nope. Uh, lingerie is uh, gets Americans going. Are you kidding? That's number one on my list. There's nothing that turns me on more than lingerie. That, but that not knowing when the woman is wearing lingerie, and then you're out. You know, like when we met the first couple of times, uh-huh. and then Robin, can, you know, was smart enough to know somehow sense that I would like that. And she had you the mean long... after we started dating? Yes. Of course, that's what I meant. Not when we just met on this. Yeah, we had a cup of coffee and she had our lingerie on. Because I wasn't wearing lingerie to work, let me tell you. No, I know that. But the time, you know, after a couple dates, you go out to dinner and you figure, hey, you know what? It's time to put out eventually. I'm buying you expensive dinners. This is so romantic. Taking you to fine places. (laughs) It's not like you owe me, but it's like you're feeling it. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. Uh And so I'm not going to wear my, you know, my my, my, uh, mankini underneath. But you it's always I- the woman who knows how to set the mood. Okay. Because they don't have men's lingerie stores for men to go in and buy thongs. Okay? So women are the ones so you, who usually... So in other words, you're saying you'd like to be surprised with lingerie. Yes. All men do. Is that correct, men? Hell yeah. Especially when you don't know that the woman's wearing lingerie. And all of a sudden, she's got that long skirt on. And then maybe there's just a little slit in the side. And then at one moment during the dinner... She, she crosses she her legs. She allows her leg to, or her skirt to ride up just a little bit so that you it can see even, the garter Even if showing. there's just a slit, and then you just see the top of the stocking. Or the garter. Yeah, you just see the, the essence of the top of that stocking. Not, not pantyhose. Pantyhose, I am leaving the building and never to return again if I see pantyhose. Really? Except crotchless ones if you know each other for a while, and then, you know, you have to put the, because they're convenient. I'm talking about, like, first dates and okay. first impressions. Stockings. And you see that long leg, and then you see that hint of that stocking. Thigh, thigh highs, highs and garter belts. Yeah, but see, thigh highs sometimes don't require a garter belt to hold them up. So even just, like, stockings that are self, held, self-held at the top. Not right. super tight, but women can wear them now mm-hmm. where you don't have to have a garter. But the garter just makes it. It, just, it does. It, as we say, it sets it off. <laughs> Which is for those any women out there that are listening, and if you if you are trying to decide between garters or pantyhose, garters and stockings are healthier for you because Absolutely. pantyhose, unless they're crotchless, it's not good. It's basically an incubator yeah, down there. It's not good. It's for, a stank city. It's like it's, it's like a stank incubator. Well, it is, but but it just things you know things start to percolate down there that you don't want to have percolating. So. Go for go for the stockings and garters, and they're fun to wear. Uh, uh, Luigi points out, you can't see the line, can you, Russ? You remember the scene in Christmas Vacation? Uh-uh. When he goes into the into the store with his son. He's actually talking to the woman at the lingerie counter, and she's, like, showing this the, uh, and then she's got the bra on. You don't right. remember that? She's no. a model, and she's the woman working in the lingerie counter. Come on, Robin. You've seen it a million times. I have not. And then, so his son, he doesn't realize his son, Russ, is watching him. He wasn't really making a move on the supermodel who was the woman at the lingerie right. counter because he said he was going in looking for something for his wife, and he was. But then the woman was a little, the the model who was supposedly the woman at the counter was willing to help Clark W. Griswold would make some selections for his wife, and then. <laughs> 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 
Look up the scene. I'm look up Christmas up, vacation, man. lingerie counter, and that's where he says, oh, a little nipply in here. And then he makes all these ridiculous jokes, and then she's showing him the, the, uh, the bra. Here we go. And okay. then she shows him the, the side of her dress, and she's holding it up to show that she's got stockings on. Let's see if this is And then is the, the son walks up. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that. Uh, Let's is that see Nicolette Scorsese, Mary the lingerie counter girl? I did not know that. I Let's see if this is the entire scene, shall we? Yeah, let's go to Can the Can I show you something? That's it. I was just uh, smelling, smiling. I was just blouse browsing. <laughs> for your wife or your girlfriend? What? What happened? <laughs> Woof. I guess it wouldn't be any. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't be the Christmas shopping season if the stores were any less hooter than they are. Harder than they are. <laughs> Whew, it is warm in here. Well, you have your coat on. Yes. Oh, do I? How did that happen? Because it's cold out? Yes. Yes. It is. It's a bit nipply out. I mean nippy out. <laughs> what did I say? Nipple? <laughs> uh, there is a nip in the air, though. Can I take something out for you? Just, uh, I was just looking at something for my wife. God rest her soul. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, she's not dead yet. We're just divorced. She's history. <laughs> and obviously she doesn't wear underwear. And there are plenty of shopping days left until adultery's adulthood, which is to say Christmas as a Yule, Yule log. Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, just, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. Good golly. Tis the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. Oh, shit. And what do these do? They put them here? Down there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like sure. These were cut really high on the hip. Look, I'm wearing something similar. See? You can't see the line. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? No. <laughs> there you have it. That's Can't why. That's why Chevy Chase in his prime was his his ability to do that kind of humor and just keep it going was brilliant. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? That's what I'm talking about. I actually like seeing the line because then you start thinking in your then mind. Because you know it's then going say, somewhere. Wait, does she have stockings on under there, Clark? It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year long, Clark. Trevor's got to leave for work now, so let's give him a roaring round of applause and thank him once again for hanging in almost to the very, very end. He's not in the Big Bang Theory, that kid Russ, is he? Yeah, that was uh, Zalecki. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then he changed, I think, in the next movie. That's right. There was no, Johnny Galecki or something yeah. like that, right? Zalecki. Now, this is a PSA. He was cooler when he was a kid. Now he's yeah. a geek. This is a PSA for those of you out there. The the five turn-ons in bed for men versus the five turn-ons oh, in bed for women. Let's get back to our update okay. already in progress, yes. So if you are a woman, this is what you need to be listening to right now. These are the five turn-ons for your man, supposedly, here in the United States. Okay, let me write them down now because I'm not going to I'm going to go from number five to number one, all right? Uh, number five. 
Number five, neck kisses. Hi-yo! Number four, going down on your partner is number four. That You would think that that would be number one, but that is number four. Down where? You know what I say to that. I do believe they are referring to blowjobs, Tony. Yeah. Rico. Suave. Number three. Wait, so that was number four? Blowjobs were number four? Blowjobs are number four. Wait, what was five again? Let me write it down. Neck kisses. So this from is neck a kissing woman. to blowjobs in one move? This is men. <laughs> this is turn-ons for men. So this would be women doing this oh. to a man. That's number four on a guy. What, what dude came up with this list? Um, these are th- these were extensive studies. So seventy six percent of men decided that number four was blowjob. Okay, what's number three? Number three, undressing my partner. So the turn on for a man would be to undress a woman. Her, yeah, that's I okay. put that in top. So that's seventy eight percent of men agree that. And maybe on the Mount three. Rushmore, actually, if we were going to do a Mount Rushmore, which we're not, because this is five, not four. Oh, excusez-moi. I am incorrect. Number four was Speaking going down. French? Yes. No, no, no. Go, number four was going down on my partner, so this would be a man going down on the woman is oh. number four. Number two is my partner going down on me. Oh, so okay. number two is so some guys don't like doing that. Correct. So not so let me make sure. Which is that, so really this is, stupid of them. This is the top five thing that women want men to do? No, this is the top five thing that men want. Women to do. Not necessarily women to do, but this is what turns them on. So men want this. This is the top five turn-ons for men. In- okay, men okay. turn-ons. Okay. So we did the, the yes. neck kisses, going down on her. Three, undressing her. Two is what? Going- Two is my partner going, going down, down on, on them, so, well, okay. so blowjobs. Right. And number one for men at 78%. Wait, let me get the drum roll this because this is big. We are, no, we already, we already said this already. This is oh, the number one. So this is a, a woman telling your man, I like that. So men like to hear a woman say that they like that. Uh, 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 so if you're uh, a woman, the, tell, the, your, the tell your man, no, tell your man that you like it more often. You're like, the woman's mm. got to say, so this is, no, I no, like that. No, not like that. They have to say it like this. Oh, oh I like that. I like that. Mm, I like that. Like oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of the idea, like ladies that. and gentlemen. So if you, if you are a woman, learn how to do Look that. Look in the mirror. All you women now, if you're driving in your car, take out your little compact mirror, and you have your Starbucks in one hand, your compact mirror in the other, uh-huh. and your cell phone, hopefully you have attached to your dashboard somewhere as you're listening to the Twitch app live in your car. And then just use your knee to steer until you get oh, to the yeah. next safe spot. Oh, yeah, that's a really great idea. you come to the next complete stop, pull over to the side of the road. Well, they don't really need to see themselves doing it. No, I want, you, have to, you have to look at oh, it to see to... how you look saying oh, it. Oh, you need because to Because look... sometimes you can say something, but you don't know what it looks like when you're saying okay, it. Okay, that's true, that's so true. So woman, I want... Now, Robin, I want you to pretend okay. you're a woman right now. Okay, <laughs> I'll pretend. I'll pretend that I'm a woman. You, you don't need you a don't mirror. Need, let me get into pretend it. You're, pretend you're looking in a mirror right now. Okay, pretend I'm in a mirror. And you're having really, really good sex. And what are you supposed to say? Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. How's that? That's pretty good. I give, give it an 85. Uh... Oh, oh, yeah. I like that. Is that good? Kind of like that. that right, give me one more second. Just give me one more <laughs> second. <laughs> now, let's, let's flip it around, Tony. Let's flip it around. 
This is for all you men out there. This is what your women like, all right, this according is not, to. This, this is, is the top five top for women. Top five list of what women want men, their men to do? Yes. So number five, undressing my partner. So this would be a woman undressing a man? I guess. I guess so. Ooh, that's kind of that, that, that's kind of sexy when when the the tables are turned and well, especially when I'm drunk and I you know I get the I get the bow tie off first and then I start take you take and the then you just like ooh, let me help you with that yeah exactly okay so yeah so so um, if you are a man allow your woman to undress you okay okay that's number five uh, number four obviously is a man going down on you so my partner going down on me 67 percent of women like that men really need to realize how going down where by the way i'm just you know yeah i know down there down there down to the hoo-ha <laughs> and then you will hear her say mm, oh yeah like robin that. stop okay. that now sorry i just had to you know that's you will hear that if you do that <laughs> just saying um <laughs> Now, my number three, number three, my partner undressing me. So, number, so it's basically the same list as a chick. The yeah, but it's in different. List. There's different order. It's, it's a different just, order. Three, three of the five, four, and three are the same on both but sides. But here's the, the interesting thing to note here is that number two for a woman is having the man say, I like that. But number one, neck kisses. Women love neck That's kisses. That's number one? Yes. Neck Women, kisses? Neck kisses. Take note, gentlemen. Take note. What Kiss. was number two again? Having your guy tell you that, she, that he likes that. Oh, he likes, he likes that. that. He likes that. Yes. But, In a Barry but, White voice, if I do a Barry White voice, does that make it better? You had me do it. Now let me hear you do it. No, you got to pay for that. <laughs> you got to be at least a, a tier one subscriber to get that on this show. You know, <laughs> shall we add that to the soundboard? Wow, 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 wow! Well, there you have it, ladies wow, and gentlemen. There you have it now, and the weekend's already over, so you're going to have to try to remember these. That was your sex advice on Bruno Nation Live. Doctor Ruth never gave you this kind of good stuff in the middle of the afternoon, did she? On WYNY with Doctor Ruth. Doctor Ruth Westheimer. I got to play some Barry White now, just to get the mood uh, going here. Luigi just checked out, by the way. Luigi just said, I'm done. <sighs> the name of the place is Like It Like That. What? I have no idea. Bartco24 is saying the name of the place. Is I Like It Like That. Okay. Remember that song? Come on, let me show you where it's at. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Let me show you where it's at. Come on. Let me show, show you, you where, where it's at. I like it like that. This is the song I like, baby. Oh. Yeah. I don't know about that. As many times we've loved and we've shared love and made love. love. It just sometimes it doesn't seem to be it enough. It seems to me like it's enough. It's just not enough. God, he has such an amazing voice. It's just not, it's not enough. enough. Oh, oh, I did this at karaoke. Yes, know. you did. I was really drunk, too. I can't get enough of your love, baby. Better with alcohol or something. Keep it low, Tony. Keep it low. No, I don't know why. I can't get enough of your love, baby. Lord, some things I can't get used to. No matter how I try. It's like the more you give, the more I want. 
And baby, that's no lie Oh, no, man Tell me What can I say? What am I gonna do? How should I feel With everything in you? What kind of love is this That you're giving me? Is it in your kiss Or just because you're sweet? Girl, all I know Is every time you're here I feel a change <laughs> Something moving I scream your name Look what you got to do Darling, I Can't get enough for your love, baby God, how great was Barry White? Girl, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why I can't get enough for your love, baby Oh, no, baby Girl, if I could only make you see And make you understand Yeah Girl, your love for me is all I need Let me give you one more taste, just one more taste a little Barry now Flaming Hot Nacho now, I don't want to hear uh, now, I'm Now, while you're looking that up, Tony, I am tasking all of our listeners to do something for tomorrow. I'm expecting them. Is this homework? Yeah, this is homework. I want everybody that is listening, all of our followers here on Bruno Nation Live, I want you to find one person that isn't a listener yet mm-hmm. and tell them, help them if need be, help them create a Twitch handle because they've maybe never heard of it before. Right. Tell them it's free to do it. Show them how to download it on their phone, the app, or or how to, and sign up and follow Bruno Nation Live and have them join you on tomorrow's show. I want to see double the numbers tomorrow, and that is your job. I'm tasking you. And if you're a woman out there, and you send in pictures of you in, in uh, not nudity, just the essence of stockings and garters, and you send some of those and slide into my DMs with those. Uh huh. We'll very much appreciate it. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you? Where are you going with this? <laughs> yes, I like how you suddenly have that Barry White voice. Yeah, I mean, you're like talking way, normal yeah. there, and we'll very much appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Um, By the way, parental discretion advised. Yes, there is. So that's your job. For tonight, through the morning, is to find one at least one person, one partner, one part. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be sexual. sexual. No, 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 you don't have to Just go to one a, person yeah. that you help download the Twitch show, the Twitch app, on their phone. Follow Bruno Nation Live for free. If if you um, are a Twitch, if they have Amazon Prime, show them how that they can become a Twitch Prime member for free, so that they can subscribe. And that way, we want to see double, double the numbers tomorrow. That's not too much to ask. Just one person? Sheesh. Anybody yeah, can man. do that. Yeah. Why isn't Miss Robin dancing to this? Oh, you mean the Barry White? That's not really a dance song. That's no, more that's... of a... No, you don't dance to Barry White. You make love. You do the horizontal mambo. You make love to Barry White. Here we go, here we go. A little bit more Barry. Come on, baby. Yeah. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is Keep not on. a dancing song. Keep on, baby. This is a... Keep on doing it. And that's when she says... Right on, right on baby. Mm, I like that. Oh, yeah. You got it together. You got it together, baby. <laughs> By the way, there's nothing wrong of laughing during sex either. No, it's not. Especially when you're pretending to be Barry White. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Uh. 
before anybody suggests that I could do one of those 1-800 numbers, yes, I've been told that before. we got to bring 900 numbers back. Make phone sex great again. If you vote for me as one of the 7,000 candidates running for president and send me a dollar. I've got to keep you pleased in every way I can. Gonna give you all of me as much as you can spend. 8750, they're still around. <laughs> Who's still around? Those 800 numbers. Oh, I don't know. Are, are they? 900 numbers or whatever. Oh, I'm sure they are. Now, cause We have to do a Tony Bruno karaoke night. Yes, we should. We should do that. We need to find a good karaoke place around here. We should make our own karaoke. We should do it down here in the wine cellar. Bring people in here. We would need to get a karaoke machine or borrow one from somebody. I'm never gonna give you up. I'm never ever gonna stop. Stop the way <laughs> Bully are bits eligible to pay for sex chat? Yes, they are. <laughs> you can have Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, cryptid stopping by, whatever kind of crypto you have, baby. You bring it right in here now. Whatever you want to say. Oh, there he goes. There's your voice, Tony. Yeah, baby. Twitch sings. It's a new channel. Whatever you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, Tony Brown. <laughs> All right, man. Come on. So, tomorrow, again, remember, bring one person, bring one person, and I want you to tell who that person is. We're going to have a sharing. Who are you sharing today? Kids? <laughs> Whoever wants wants to share me, I'm 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 easy. Who I need you... to take a shower and turn the air conditioner on. I'm a little musky right now. What do they what do they call that when you when you had the when you brought something to class and you had to get in front and you show and tell show and tell, yes. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do show and tell. So when you when you bring in your friend and you've helped them sign up for Twitch, we're gonna have to we we'll have you tell you I brought in so and so. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. <laughs> It's we're only gonna, one thing. We're going to provide the little scissors and the glue and the. Well, you know, men can bring their own glue. I think we don't. We don't need any. One yet. of the things that I think I'm going to implement, and I still need to figure out exactly how, but I'm going to make membership cards that if you become oh, a yeah. subscriber to Bruno Nation Live, yeah. you're going to get like a little credit card membership card that we will send to you absolutely free. Awesome. That will be a Bruno Familia, so that you you can state and well on there you can you can write you know when you became a member, yeah. how long you've been a member, and the club member. rules. And the first rule of yes. the Bruno Nation is that you are supposed to talk about the Bruno yes. Nation. That is the exact unlike, opposite exactly, of the Fight Club. Yes, Fight Club's bullshit. The Bruno Nation Club. You have to talk about it. Now, That's Bully Seventy Seven Mustang, does Tony want to share, Miss Robin? You know, it would not be up to Tony. This is not how that works. My body, my whatever, choice. my choice. If I want to be shared, I will let you know if I want to be shared. That's how that works, Bully 77 Mustang. Remember this song? This little show and tell, Robin, by Al Wilson as we kick it back once again. Old school on a Tuesday. Show and tell tomorrow, kids. That is right. Show and tell tomorrow. So you show us, we'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you something right now. This is now America's favorite swinger show. I mean, I think all the swingers listen to this show. Oh. In Sun City out there in the 55 hey, over community. do you mean that we finally reached a niche audience? <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! Oh, I mean, 
if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're going to reach a niche audience, that's not a bad one to reach. Reach the beaches and biatches all over this great nation of ours, ladies, and around the world. Love Al Wilson, man. So, in other words, we have we're reaching swingers, to, uh-huh. and we talk about everything, including sports. <laughs> and I mean, you know, swingers are regular people too, right? Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know many of them. I used to. All right, that's going to do it. it for that's going to do it for today, folks. We gave you everything we really we gave you all we got. Never ever going to give you up. And of course, the hockey doesn't resume until tomorrow night, Thursday night, NBA Finals, baseball action tonight. And don't forget, the spelling bee, if you have nothing to do tonight, the spelling bee will be on. Watch these kids spit major game, or whatever they spit, words that you'll never hear tonight or ever again after tonight. By the way, now that we are into the next phase of the Bruno Nation Live, we are uh, looking at sponsors. So if you know of anybody or if you have a company and Mm -hmm. you would like to sponsor the show, advertising, uh, please contact MissRobinAustin at gmail.com to talk about how that would work. And uh, the fabulous thing about Twitch is we can do product placement. Uh, And as you know, we talk about all of our fantastic sponsors. Um, there's nobody better than the Bruno Nation Live about talking up product. So, One last note, I got me. a quick uh, NBC update from the hockey game last night. NBC averaged 5.4 million viewers for Game 1 of the Blues Bruins Stanley Cup Final. That's the most watched Game 1 in four years, up 2% from Caps Golden Knights last year. And N- NBC obviously needs to continue these games as the playoffs were down 3.4% headed into the Cup Final. And Boston, the big Boston market, and St. Louis at the Midwest you know, people will watch it. They don't want to watch it. They don't have to. Nobody's telling you to watch anything. But it's going to be an exciting series. That game last night was exciting. So Dean, that was cool. Dean is like, uh, the show was okay today. It would have been better with a Dean segment. Well, you segment. call him tomorrow. You do some prep. I'm going to give you time to prepare, Dean. And then we'll call you tomorrow. And you better bring the funk, bring the nonsense, bring the important stuff. I would be so much easier if I could actually have people call us. I know. We're working on that. But we're st- I'm still working on that, folks. If you went onto our wish list, you could see maybe some of the things that would help me do that. Exactly right. All right. Here In the we meantime, are. In the meantime. We want to thank everybody once again for listening, watching, telling your friends, following, subscribing, inoculating yourself, getting tattoos of us all over your body parts, kissing our necks. Yes, please. Well, I guess it would be weird if some stranger came up to Except me Except when today. they're sweaty. This is not good neck kissing weather. No, it depends on why you're sweaty. Well, I'm saying if you're sweaty beforehand, kissing a salty neck is never, never a good thing. That's my tip for the day for just a second. In the meantime, don't drink and drive out there. It's National Hamburger Day. Didn't you have enough over the weekend? And also, God bless America and all of our great listeners. listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.
That's why he sucked, everyone.